Welcome to Movie Heaven, Movie Hell with me, Simon Aiken Ant. And I'm Keith Isles, and we are both independent filmmakers who used to enjoy discussing movies and related media and entertainment. And we are joined by a guest today. We are. We've got uh, Antonia Maguire with us. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Off so, to a good start. There we go. <laughs> So, yes, and this is kind of a special episode, I guess, because it's, it's sadly last our one. last episode, um, which obviously we're going to talk a little bit about why. Yeah. Um, and there's exciting news, right? Uh, and then we'll move on to our main topic. But let's, <laughs> let's start by getting the elephant out of the room, shall we? Yes, uh, it has been quite a while since we've uh, recorded an episode and it's, it just sort of comes down to the fact that, you know, we our lives have just got really busy, but not for good reasons, it's just, <laughs> just life, life's gotten in the way, I mean I'm working full time now and you're working full time as well. And uh, just finding the time to do this and make films and do our jobs and sleep and eat. It's just, you know, something had to give. And unfortunately, it's the, the podcast that's had to sort of be, you know, be given up. Yeah. Well, to be, to be fair, as I've always said, you mm. had to do all the editing and the uploading and all the technical bits and pieces. So, yeah, yeah I totally get it. But we've been going five years, would you believe, which yeah. I find scary and um we've had uh well well over a hundred episodes yeah. of endless endless waffle about <laughs> movies good and bad so uh you know yeah i mean <laughs> lots of hours of of uh of talk about film and um yeah i mean it's a sort of it's also the not only is it the editing of these podcasts and the recording but it's also the research that goes into it to actually do a normal episode of Movie Heaven, Movie Hell, where we talk about a director, we have to look at that director's entire body of work. Yes, and it's do. just finding the time to do that because some directors' bodies of works, you know, are like twenty films, and just finding the time to sort of to do all that is just, um, you know, it just it's finding it really difficult. Yeah. You know, just don't have the, the time that I used to have. Yeah. No, I understand. Well, I mean, you, you know, and hey, even though this is the last episode of Movie Heaven, Movie Hell, it might not necessarily be the last podcast. Mm. It's just the last of that format, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or, or am I wrong? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just say keep the our options open for the future, but um, currently there aren't any plans to no announcement or some sort of new podcast or anything it's you know just watch this space and see what happens but uh but on a positive note yes there is exciting stuff going on because you have this year a uh, a feature coming out right yes so modern love is nearly completed <laughs> but yes it's um we're we're, we're going to start screening it and uh taking it around festivals and all kinds of other screenings and uh you know eventually it will probably turn up on streaming somewhere um so yeah that's exciting and uh you know who knows what's going to happen after that 
Exactly. Mm. Yes, we all live in hope something's <laughs> going to happen after that, you know. <laughs> Not that we don't want to obviously keep doing our day jobs, but, you know. <laughs> uh, yes, that's, uh, it's a weird thing to live in hope. Indeed. Um, it's, it's such a, uh, the film industry as a whole is such a strange beast because it employs a lot of people but it's not open to everybody and it's really hard to sort of get your foot in the door and you know stay there yeah and i mean i've been at this for over 20 years and you've been at this for about as much yeah you know and Scarily. we don't we don't feel like we've gotten anywhere closer to it no you know? it's, well it's like when i when i used to teach film studies i used to say to students and i do believe this it's one of those weird industries that could the parameters you have to deal with is it could all happen overnight or never. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's yeah, yeah. you know, it's, and it's it's always changing. The landscape's always changing as well. So, you know, what could be in one minute could be out the next minute and you don't know. It's it's just it is luck. Yeah. Just pure luck. And they might even bring other things out called modern love at exactly the same time, <laughs> yes. which is really annoying, right? <laughs> the really shit version. It's not the real version. <laughs> well, yeah. I, 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 we're talking about elephants in the room. Let's talk about that briefly. Yeah. Uh, I knew there was going to be a TV series coming out, but I didn't realise that somebody also had the same idea as me. Uh even though it's not one director, it's a whole group of directors and did a anthology film called Modern Love. So, yeah. it's oh, awful. <laughs> there you go. I've not yeah. seen it, but is it out? Is it even out? It's, it's on Amazon one of the... Amazon Prime, yeah. Sh- one of the streams. Don't advertise it. It's one of the streaming services. <laughs> yes, dear. It's not very well. <laughs> hey, these <laughs> like... things happen. Mike Flanagan had the same idea as me about Doctor Sleep. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Yeah, but the, the whole term modern love wasn't all, also coined by David Bowie. That was what, you know, they had in the 1920s. Mm. So oh, like, yeah. And there's, yeah. There, there, if you go on so to IMDb... There's no trademark and copyright. Exactly. So but there's... Um, if you go on to IMDb, there's so many films called modern love anyway. So it, it's just the fact that these two have come out so close to um, my film. That's, hey, that's the annoying just thing. Just re- rename it Modern Love anyway. <laughs> modern there Love-ish. we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might, it might, what will happen in the end, but we're in the ninth, we're in the what twenty twenties now, so yeah. it's totally different now. Yes, there you go. That could be Whole Modern Love twenty twenty. Yeah, there you go. There you have it. We're making space now. Cars, <laughs> 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 yes. hoverboards. Yeah, where's my hoverboard? Oh. That's it. Where's my flying car? <laughs> my pit bull. <laughs> Uh, so. But, um, yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, so before we get into our other topic, uh, I just feel like we should thank a whole lot of people who've helped us over the years, who've been guests and stuff, and, uh, you know, um, we really appreciate the time you've taken to speak with us and come on the show and, you know, the support you've given and, yeah, the free microphone you got. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, a, 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 absolutely. All of our guests, and I don't want to name anyone in case I miss someone, because as you probably gathered, we're doing this off the cuff. Yeah. Um, we haven't really rehearsed this, as you can probably tell. 
Um, but yes, I, I think a thank you to all guests. We've had a number of guests over the years, but also all, all of the listeners as well. Yeah. And um, if you happen to be new and listening to this now uh, and you found us, there are, you know, like I said, a number of episodes that you can go back. And uh, this is the beauty of the uh, yeah. the Internet, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's, it's all there to go back and listen to retrospectively. Exactly. So, um, I mean, we're not... We may not be recording anymore, but they're going to still be up there. They'll still be available on iTunes and um, other sort of and, yeah, yeah. And other sort of podcast uh, sites, um, podcatchers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, you know, you get a chance to, to to listen to our back catalogue and see what we were all about. And I, I like to think we we've educated, we've entertained informed yeah. yes all of those <laughs> to, to, to educate and entertain and inform exactly. there we go <laughs> that's, that's, we, we, we've met that quota but uh, I mean there were a lot of episodes that we were going to do and uh, didn't get round to too, yeah. and there are some people that also we we sort of said that we'd get them on and yeah. uh, that hasn't happened for various reasons so apologies to all of those they know they know who they are yeah. and uh um, but no, we're just grateful for the support that we did get and the yeah. guests that we have had. So, yes. So uh, we 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 couldn't we couldn't leave it without talking about this film. Uh, if you probably remember, we did so many podcasts on the last film in this trilogy that uh, we couldn't go without commenting on it. And um, what would that be, Simon? Hmm. Well, it seems it's about the rise of a Skywalker. Ah, mm. yes. The worst title ever for a Star Wars film. If you, f- if you thought Attack of the Clones was bad, they just outdid it. No, but the Clones, at least they did ta- attack. Yes. They did their job. They did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did the Skywalker rise. Well, <laughs> that's the debate here, isn't it? So yeah, I mean, I'm. It's been out a while now, so uh, you know, spoiler notice if you haven't seen it, because yeah. we are going to spoil the hell out of it, I'm sure. Yeah. But, Don't go um, see it. But uh, oh yeah, dear, yes. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a a chat about Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker because Star Wars has always been. Uh, one of those touchstones of everything we've done. We've had numerous episodes about all aspects of the Star Wars. In fact, even an episode I wasn't in, mm. you two both uh, talked about the expanded universe, or sorry, the Legends universe. No, of let's, Star let's Wars, call it expanded. I, which, did, I, uh, did, I this whole Disney just axing the whole thing is just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it, it's the expanded universe. They can take mm. their legends and shove it up their ass, really. Oh, well, okay. Well, we know where you stand there. Then. But well, uh, I, we haven't really told you your real feelings yet. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the, the, the thing is, and I won't reiterate it all because it's on previous episodes. But I, you know, we all talked about why Star Wars was sort of special, and I always said that you know Star Wars was the, the first of so many things because I was such a young child when mm-hmm. it first came out. And, um, you know, so it is very special. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not to burn you guys. We have to think of it like people of, um, okay, I can't say it nicely. There's directors out there now in Hollywood that are the same as you guys that are making the films that you're enjoying and watching that are the same as you that enjoyed it, they got into industry because of it. Yeah. So it, it impacted so many people. Yes. You can't say anyone that. 
mean, it's like, it's really funny when you meet people that say, I haven't seen it. You almost want to go, what? Because it's very hard not to be, to see it or have some sort of cultural impact from yeah. it, as a, you know, from a child's perspective. Yeah. Mm. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it came out at a time where um, you had the new Hollywood. So films were a bit more freewheeling. Um, they're more character driven. Uh, you also have the end of the Vietnam War. You know, especially in America, it was a massive loss for them. It was a, a big bummer, and <coughs> you had, you know, this. It was the start of the summer blockbusters. You had mm. these films that took you out of that, and you know, you know, with Star Wars, took you to a galaxy far, far away, mm. and you know, and it was an enjoyment to watch it. And you know, you you didn't, probably didn't realize at the time what great cinema you were watching. I mean, it was a, f a first for a lot of things. I mean, it pushed special effects. Um, you know, it, it took old story ideas. I took uh, B-movies and serials and made them A-class films. I mean, we're still living in the age of uh, Star Wars, for good or bad. Um, <laughs> it seems to be a lot bad these days than good. Like, was it someone pointed it out to me that, you know, they saw... Um, the prequel films when they were a kid mm. which is always scary to think about but then the time it came out was almost not the same but similar to when you know the the original films came out when there was a war social change the new millennium so even though it's not okay, it wasn't as cool as what we had when we were kids <laughs> but culturally it's, it was almost impactful as it was to them so they went backwards so they saw the prequels then they saw what was the, the, the original sequels whatever yeah so it's like it's very strange to see how the forty, the forty-two years, almost forty-three now, how these films have been around and how culturally everyone has been affected by it or at least engaged mm -hmm. in it in some way. Yeah, I mean, like, it's hilarious to say, but I kind of appreciate the prequels more now. <laughs> yeah, there, there was there was a solid idea and a solid plan that was badly written and somewhat badly acted. But you could actually look at it and think, my God, I actually know what you're doing. I can see how it's going. Yeah, because at the end of the day, um, it was one person's vision. Yeah. For good or He's bad. He's maniacal how he did it, but he had his own one vision yeah. that he stuck to. Uh, yeah. And I mean, nobody I could don't... tell him what to do. Yeah. I, I, the thing with um, the prequel films is um, they just, I, it was kind of funny that these three films built up to, you know, Vader doing his Frankenstein thing and going, no, I mean, I laughed out loud when I saw that. I love it because... when I sent you the YouTube video of all the international version of him going, no, that no. <laughs> yeah. was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's really wrong. It was, it was just, because it was this whole thing where in the original Vader was, um, he he was like a, like a foot soldier, wasn't he? He was like an SS officer. He came mm. in and he, you know, Reigned like over the troops, yeah. but in the prequels they made him out to be space Jesus. Mm. <laughs> also, I remember as a kid, Vader seemed like the devil. Okay, mm. I'm not getting religious or anything, but he was the he was evil. He was bad, mm. and yet he had a child that you kind of like as a kid really liked, and you you really enjoyed watching. And it's just like to think that was what, you know you got from that, and then the whole when they did the prequels, you wanted to see the fall from grace. And like I think we said in the previous one, it wasn't really a fall. He stubbed his toe. Yeah. Because he wasn't really graceful or nice or no. enjoyable and, as a character. And he was tricked into it. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh, I can do this for you. Okay, I'll go evil now. 
know. <laughs> like the great romance that, you know, destroyed the galaxy. It's like, no, he was a perv and really creepy. Like, <laughs> and he was like, you know, she was she should yeah. have known better. Yeah. That's, that's a whole different thing. That is, that <laughs> it is, it is a whole different thing, but it is kind of like... like Shakespeare compared to now. <laughs> but it, it is kind of like a, a preamble to, uh, to the Disney stuff. Because as... I'll just go over what I thought originally of what, what when Disney took over and we had The Force Awakens, I was like, oh, okay, this is, seems more like the original Star Wars. I mean, yes, it was a remake of A New Hope. But what was your original take when Disney originally, originally took over? Because my first idea was, oh, we're going to have Disney on ice, because I'm like... Because <laughs> I'm not... Re- like My favourite thing about... Um, thinking about Disney when I think of it it's always the Adams Family clip when they they force uh, Wednesday to watch Disney in a little cabin with her brother and they're like it's Disney because it's like the anti you know it's it's just it's the establishment it's not cool it's like fun you know it's like sound of music it's gross well I think at the time um I wasn't I, I don't think I, I thought much about it at all but not in a Oh, I don't. I think it's going to be terrible or good. I just didn't really think much of it. I thought that they they bought Marvel, and when they did Marvel just happen. I can't remember the dates there. A few it, years before. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they bought Marvel, mm. and they let them get on with it, and yeah. it didn't seem it like. Yeah, they didn't. It, it just kept carried on, <clears throat> and they seemed to have a bit more money behind them. So it was like, this is good. So, you know, maybe they'll do the same thing for Star Wars. We'll see. And, you know, The Force Awakens comes along and we enjoyed it. I mean, we, you know, we went to see it three times. I think we, we didn't, we, well, I think when we originally saw it, we saw it not like a prep, like going to the first screen at midnight or going to any kind of premiere special screen. We went to the Peckinplex, cheap, easy, after work. It's going to be fun. And then we were like sitting there, like, oh my god, this is like like your childhood. It's like, oh my god, like, this is really really cool, and god, that seems so nice compared to now. But yeah. it was like we really enjoyed it. It was like it ticked all the boxes you kind of wanted it to, and a little bit more, and a little bit less sometimes. Yeah. But it, you and we we enjoyed it, and I don't know how Keith felt about. It. Did you see it in like a special screening? What, which 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 one the are we Force talking Awakens. about? The Force Awakens. Yeah, the I was I was lucky enough. Um, I've I've been quite blessed with with this trilogy in so much as because of my um BAFTA affiliation I, I've been lucky enough to go and see them it's BAFTA screenings with Q&A's with with many of the cast and crew so I'm song? seeing it in a in a kind of different <laughs> uh, in a different in a different environment sort of thing I guess but um but yeah I mean uh The Force Awakens as we've sort of talked about in length on on previous episodes go back and check um but uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I did see that several times um, on the big screen. Include I tried to see it in all the different formats. So oh. I went to see it in IMAX 3D, and I went to see it, you know, regular, and I went to see it. Uh, I don't know. No, it was Rogue One. I saw in 4DX, which is crazy. Is that with your chair but, uh, Yeah, which is too. Because I don't too know why much, you pay to have a chair move and freak through that. Makes no, sense, no, but, but um, you, you know, but yeah. So I did I did see it a few times. Mm. Yeah. And, and have since watched it on home video with yeah. mm. uh, commentary and, you know, all sorts. So, yes, yeah. I very much enjoyed it. And the thing is that uh, with The Force Awakens, it, it did leave you wanting to see more. Yes. Well, the thing about that one and The Last Jedi was, like, there was a promise. 
no, 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 no. But I, I, the, the, okay. the um was for Last Jedi. Ah. We'll get on to that. Okay, but the thing about um, The Force Awakens, you suddenly had this whole world of what stuff was going on. And it's like there was this promise that we're going to lead you on to this, it's going to happen, this is going to... We didn't know what was going to happen, but there was more to come. Yeah. And, and that was what was maybe like, a bit of an exp- explanation of, of why the the galaxy after Return of the Jedi had gone back, had gone backwards to the state it was in A New yeah. Hope. Mm-hmm. But we never got that. Well, that's the thing, even now, because I'm a nerd and I'm a freak, um, I've kind of read the books and the stuff about it, and it's still... <laughs> You still don't know. There's still a hell of a lot of ambiguity. And you can kind of... I mean, the writers that are writing it, they're like guns for hire. Some of them are really good. I've read their books, you know, unconnected to that universe. And it's like, well, they're good authors, but they're dictated what they have to write. So they can only touch upon certain things. So it's, it's very strange. I mean, I can't... I mean, if you're a writer, you write because you write. But when you've got to write and you're dictated to, you can write about this, but you can't write about this. But you've got to make sure this is... Yeah. written about it's very very strange so this whole universe is being dictated to by disney there's no kind of like yeah. there isn't a plan really well i mean the the thing about the extended universe was that it had a, a logical sense of where it was going after return of the jedi it didn't it didn't well it, it, for most they part had, i think for most of... for, for the most part they did so the, all the stuff referring to the fall of the empire so the Empire wasn't completely gone after Return of the Jedi. Mm. It took them years to actually make their way to Coruscant and to, you know, to, to actually build the New Republic. But you know, they've got a new timeline now. This this oh. kind of dictation of the universe where, I can't remember if it is, when in Force Awakens, the, when the Hossian system is blown up mm-hmm. and then they have a new timeline for when what happens in the Rise of Skywalker when this other planet, which is in consequence, gets blown up. So they've literally got several timelines. So Disney are trying to sort of connect things. So you have the, the, so apparently the Battle of Yavin, which was apparently really big and dictated to like the literally the timeline of Jesus of before and after, which when you compare it to the Rise of Skywalker, really, 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 really small. Um, that was the dictation of the timeline. But in this one, when you see the Rise of Skywalker at the end when there's a big battle. Physically, there can't be that many ships in the sky. Like, I think you, you were watching a YouTube video where some guy was saying, look, you can't have this many here and this many here because they'd all collapse into each other. Because mm-hmm. you can't have that. They'd, they'd have their own gravitational pull. Or they'd fall down. Or they'd smash into each other. Well, that's one of the complaints about that. But yeah, I think, we'll, I think we'll, we will certainly get into all that. They're making up as it goes along and as a, yeah. as yeah. a narrative storyline. I mean, yeah. even if you're a writer, you're, you're literally thinking what comes to your head. There is too many things going on and I think we talked about the other day about toys so like um, yes. sorry I'm going off from a tangent you we always do on these podcasts yeah, you are fine. yeah it's fine yeah. It's like, so another part of Star Wars lore which is recently coming to fruition is the Mandalorian I mean have you watched it Keith I, I, I have not. And, I really and, recommend and, it. There is a naughty and, way you can watch it. I don't know yeah. how, but there's a naughty way you can watch it. Yeah, I'm furious with Disney about this by the way. Um but we'll we'll come on to that, I'm sure. But but like you said, it, to to sort of make this clear, so when Disney bought this from Lucas, yeah. right? Yeah. They they obviously to free them up in terms of storytelling. They said anything other than what was then the six movies, yeah, after um, the Shadow Jedi, I think, and is not and uh, 
I guess the Clone Wars TV series was that um, yeah, that the animated up. series. This yeah. was under the stipulation of George Lucas, that right? The Clone Wars because it was still in production. That's why this year we had the Clone Wars seventh series, because right? That was, you know, yeah. You know, put in so the th- those are all canon, Aragon. and everything else yeah. is, is is gone to legends. I know you don't like the term, but legends, right? Yeah. And that yeah. that includes all the sort of comics, video games, everything, um, books, some novels, of the, comics the whole video thing. Games, some of them. Because they've embraced some of them. So Dark Empire... No, not Dark Empire's not. No. That's and the thing. Dark Empire's gone as the Empire's gone. Well, they've, they've the borrowed game? things, What's though, the haven't they? that's very popular now? Fallen, that's new one. But there's one before Foreseen that. or something. Is it, um, oh, God, I can't remember. But I know it's really oh, Jedi, Fallen, Fallen Jedi. Uh, Fallen Je- Order. Yeah. Jedi okay. Fallen Order. Yeah. yeah um, but that's, again, that's EA f- under licence from Disney. Right. So, so there's another one I really can't remember the name so of are you place. thinking of uh, Shadow of the Empire Shadow of the Empire no 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 it's not that it's something else where they've done a second one and everyone had mass complaints about it no that's Battlefront Battlefront that's it because but yeah. Battlefront's just it just takes the locales and characters from the films and but they put them together from the Legends universe oh okay well, right. they, they, I, know, I know what you mean there, yeah. there's yeah. the complaint was about the first game was that there was no one player experience so for the second one they made us a one player experience yeah. which was supposed to to bridge the gap between Return of the Jedi and um, Force Awakens through this um, uh, sort of she was like a special forces character who was originally on the Empire and then went over to the Rebels right I never played it I don't no. know I mean I think I think it's fair to say mm. that since Disney and I, I guess they because they've got a group uh, Pablo Hidalgo heads up the story group, right, at Disney for, for Star a, Wars. He's actually a really good big Star Wars fan. And yeah. And Dave Filoni. Those two guys I, I, properly, Filoni, I yeah. properly trust, but uh, Pablo Hidalgo, I have Hidalgo, I think. He's been pushed off Twitter from bullying because of the amount of flack he gets from things. Because he was, he was behind Clone Wars and Rebels and a lot of things. And right. I, he's, I mean, this is something that you guys don't touch on, but the the social media bullying side of most films and things like that it's it's it's, it's disgusting it's yeah. unreal I mean, yeah I, we don't toxic have, we don't have fandom kids. yeah we don't have kids but i've got nieces and nephews that are quite young and it's just yeah. to think when people are saying to you go kill yourself yeah the fandom and finding menace. out where you live and mm. doing creepy things i mean yeah you know what the fandom menace is yeah no it's 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 there are a group of youtubers who they literally they just everything is bad about Star Wars at yeah. the moment. They just they they love all that stuff. And they're yeah. loving it at the moment. But oh yeah, but I mean they they. I don't I mean, know. It's it's kind of like it is a pushback, because Hollywood does this thing now where if you don't like the film or they think there's going to be a, they're not going to get many people. They want to get it into the news, and one way to get it into the news is to say that uh, a lot of the fans who are complaining about the trailer. Ghostbusters, <laughs> um, you know. Okay, well let's 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 briefly talk about the Last Jedi because oh, yeah. I think we've gone over it in great depth. But yeah. the uh, in regards to Rise of Skywalker, the problem with the Last Jedi was it was supposed to be a middle act in a three acts uh, trilogy, mm. and of a nine part story. Story, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the thing was that Ryan Johnson didn't leave it open he kind of ended it if anything if you look at the disney films you could leave it at the last jedi and be quite happy you know okay they didn't win but they're alive and 
they could go off and have other adventures. But it kind of there was that whole thing with the little the boy with the Jedi powers. There could mm. be hope, mm-hmm. you know. It just it did literally just go. It was like a, a guillotine just went shoom, yeah. and just stopped the whole thing in its tracks because. If you compare that to the end of Empire, the end of Empire, you're promised several things. You're promised that Luke and Leia and Lando, Chewbacca, are going to go and find Han Solo. Mm-hmm. And you're also promised that Luke will face Vader again. Yeah, especially, got hand, everything. Yeah, yeah, especially now that he knows... Well, that's the thing at the time. He could have been lying, mm. but we know that's the truth. They have to face his father again. And so you left with, well, where, you kind of, oh, wow, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. End of The Last Jedi, there's none of that. Well, you kind of do, but you don't, because it's like, okay, so the whole, the whole crux of the films is, um, like, so the main antagonists are Carla Ren, or Ben Solo, and Ray. So the fact that at the end of the film, you don't know whether, like, what's going to happen to them. They're obviously going to face each other, because neither one are dead. That's the only way they can finish it. But so this one is like obviously going to face each other again. So she went from hating him to kind of liking him or whatever well, that was going on there to now she's got to face him again where she's tried to turn him to the light side. And now it's, yeah. I mean, the whole, the whole thing I liked about The Last Jedi was because it was totally different. It was like, you know, in, from um, looking at it visually, so many people said there's so many scenes in it that are just perfectly shot and perfectly done. And for... The love of God, I can't think of a nice scene like that in The Rise of Skywalker. Like, visually and cinematically, they're really, really good. Like, the mm. colouring, the positioning. There's, I mean, this is people I, re- reaching, yeah. but it's almost biblical. Yeah. <laughs> I, I they, mean, they made the colouring, the positioning of each character, the higher up and the lower up, and then how they go mm. a lot. It's, 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 it's well made. Yeah. Uh, um, um, my feelings for it have kind of changed since seeing it, you know, sort of all these years later now from when it was released because I did love it at the time and I does I do say it has a, a point of view and it has a thesis that it's trying to put out there this whole idea of getting rid of the past and mm-hmm. you know um, moving on the whole idea of let's not be Jedi and Sith let's, yeah. let's do something different and you know and love it or hate it it, it kind of had a point to it but it didn't. But it. It's it, not it, really but a over, Star Wars film. It's it? this whole overarching thing. Mm. So if you look at the two trilogies before it, mm. they all kind. They they were leading to something. Mm. You know, even though the first trilogy, kind of, you know, the way it was done because New Hope was like a one-off film. You could watch mm. New Hope and you could. You wouldn't need to have to watch Empire: Return of the Jedi it's a to enjoy it. Film. it they well, made they made the idea that there might not be much more after. Yeah, it. There, there could be. That's yeah, the thing. yeah. They 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 saw it as a one-off. Um, well, even George, George did. Yeah, I mean, George I mean, saw it as a one-off. There's all this yeah. thing about, you know, it was always a. Well, like we've well he he, got he wrote so much stuff that we've he. We've got a graphic novel that can show that he had a. Um, yeah, I got it for you for Christmas, <clears throat> but it's just the whole. There was the a original, the, his original script. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they, which they, is they very, very much like Phantom Menace in some sense. Yeah, yeah. Because he went, he went big, and that's the thing. I don't think yeah. he's stone, but he had a lot of ideas. Yeah, yeah. So you can't say that for the Force Awakens. Well, they, they, they didn't have idea. Well, they had well, idea, but they didn't have ideas. Well, uh, this, this is this is the problem with Rise of Skywalker is mm. that 
there was no overarching plan for the whole trilogy. Yeah. They they decided they 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 made the first one. Mm. Made a lot of money for them. Yeah. They were super happy about it. And then they, they because they had all three directors lined up, didn't mm. they? Originally mm-hmm. it was gonna be JJ, it was gonna be Ryan, and then it was gonna be Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. And so there was some sort of plan. Mm. And JJ did his bit because, you know, he's good at doing what he's told. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but he is. he is. You know, if you want somebody to make a Spielberg film, he's your man. But just don't let him get behind the controls of the thing because you get into darkness. Mm. Which, I mean, I have to say, Rise of Skywalker is very much like uh, Into Darkness, um, which we will get into. Mm. Um, but then when Ryan did his, he threw the plan out. He did what a director would do with any film because you mm. want to... He's, he's a yeah, but he's he, a he threw the plan Ran over his shoulder. Yeah, but the thing is, this is the problem when you're doing a trilogy is that you have to have an overarching plan. You, you have to need a goal for where it's going to. And the thing was, Ryan Johnson went, well, you know, they, they told him what they were planning with Force Awakens, what it was leading to. And he just went, no, I'm just going to do my thing. Mm. And he threw a lot of that out. And The Rise of Skywalker is the answer, is a, like a reply to it. It's like two bickering children. So the, the amount of, so we're going to get into Rise of Skywalker. The amount of, you know, poo-pooing of Last Jedi in Rise of Skywalker was ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, ghost, you know, ghost, um, force ghost Luke saying, oh, this lightsaber is very important. Mm. Um, you have like the, um, that maneuver they did in Last Jedi. The, the Holdo. The Holdo mover. I mean, oh, that was just, that was just one in a million chance. Mm. So it's like that, that turns that whole sacrifice into actually... It looked like she was trying to escape, and unfortunately, <laughs> there were some ships in the way, and it just didn't work. Mm. I mean, the whole hypersurvey skipping oh, proves that, yeah. because it's just like, well, you know, what does Han say to Luke in A New Hope? Yeah. It's not like dusting crops, kids. You could fly into a supernova, and that would just ruin your day. Mm. You know, this is, you know, it's, it's like Poe's going, oh, just flick this, woo, flick, woo, flick. You know, I'll be here, I'll be there, I'll be there. Oh, and I will say this about The Last Jedi. That was probably like my favourite film of all the trilogy. Because, like, Ryan Johnson is a director. He he does what you you would do as a director. Like, I want to see Knives Out. Oh, because, Knives Out is amazing. Yeah. Nice. All his previous films, yeah. you could see that he is... He's not like M. Night Shyamalan. No. He doesn't have twisty, twisty, twisty twists. But he does know what he's doing. He mm-hmm. does, and he... But I have to say, there's always no, he, there's always the weird is, there's always weird decisions. No, the I, I, is, the Ryan, only thing I, I can't enjoy... Um, Oh, what's his time travel film? Looper. Looper. Oh, Looper, yeah. I can't enjoy that for the whole reason they tried to make, uh, what's his name, look like Bruce Willis. It made no sense. Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah. That was an acting no, thing. That, well, that's, that, 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 that's yeah. ultimately a directing thing. Because... I don't mind it, but then you're, you're getting too pragmatic about it. But the thing is, <laughs> you get well pragmatic, man. But the thing is, um, with, at least with the, rise, the, sorry, the Last Jedi... You can think he's really he uh, Ryan Johnson is a super nerd. He actually has read the legends. He knows he's got all. He's like he took a picture of his shelves when he was getting ready to fence with the nerds and got deleted. 
but he knows all the stories. He's a big fan. He was a nerd before he was given the film, and that's why they gave it, because they trusted him to be a nerd and to respect him. That's a bit of my authority. So it's, it, you can say, but I think that film, um, it's, it's like there is something like the legend story, the, the, the book stories about it, because it is similar. Like, um, well, I mean, it, just, the, whole, the whole story, so I'm going to get sort of super right. legend, where Han Solo's son turns to dark side um, and becomes, was it Chad Vader? Chad Darth Vader? But not, you know, the, the, the son, I forgot his name, Jason Chad. No. But they had this, the child, he knew that story and he tried yeah. to bring it over with that. I mean, yeah. I, mean I, I think this is the thing with the Disney Star Wars, yeah. is yeah. they have sort of cherry-picked from legends. Yeah. Like, for example, in Rebels, you've got Grand Admiral Thrawn, which was the Timothy Zahn creation, yeah. Yeah. wasn't it? Who was a character and, and they, who came in the, after Return of Jedi, yeah, not so they, before. they've just bought him... They, yeah. they, they, mm. They've got the same character the same character's backstory the same character's look and all this but they've just not moved the, it not forward the same story. 30 years or whatever no they? they've they've, they've changed the, they've changed this story a lot from from it's funny they got timothy zane to come back and write the book and he'd already written a book about his history it's like yeah. right. really funny and they've rewritten the book about palpatine apparently coming out this year well, <laughs> because apparently, because oh. um, spoiler, he survived. Yeah, oh, was say, spoiler. Even though, um, what is it? Uh, the director in McDermott, he said, "No, I was told by George Lucas specifically he did, but he wasn't yeah. dead." Well, no. but then they, they haven't. This is the thing. This, this is, this is. I mean, this is quite a good way into yeah. um, Rise of Skywalker because, well, because, <laughs> well, because actually, that literally. Is the first line of the scroll, isn't it? Yeah. After which is they, really, really, which is bizarre. Pissed, it's pissed everyone off. Yeah, it's a bit like. Well, it's it, it, okay. So the the scroll for one is just the the worst scroll ever. ever. <laughs> yeah, oh, seriously. I mean, if you thought the Phantom Menace one was bad, this is this is far worse. I just think of Phantom Menace. That's for children. It's the kids' yeah, version of the yeah, film. Yeah, I know, but I'm. I'm well, let's, the let's, let's not get. I'm just. I'm just saying that just I don't want to get into an old argument about why the, the Phantom Menace scroll is bad. Right, I'm going to go I, and sit in between these two yeah, yeah, yeah. for the rest of it's this. It's amazing. Um, but, I, uh, I just want to say <laughs> it, it's just so bad, and 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 already it just makes you question what on earth is going on. So Emperor Palpatine is back. Now this the, is from the scroll, and he's broadcast. To the whole galaxy that he's back. Mm. Why? Now, the first part is like, the dead are alive, the dead live or something. It's like, what? Well. I always thought when I read that, that it meant Luke Skywalker's back. It's like, damn, yeah, but no. No, no. But this also kind of, in it, in a way, sort of ruins Return of the Jedi a yeah. little bit. Because. Think, yeah, they're, because, they're, their because victory you, is shallow. Well, yeah, yeah, because you see, I mean, obviously... That's Vader's sacrifice. That's yeah. Vader, you know, embracing Anakin Skywalker and mm. going to the good side of the Force and all this sort of thing again. Yeah. But, you know, not only is he thrown down this reactor shaft and whatever, mm. but then and the Death Star, the explodes. Death Star explodes, like, <laughs> yeah. moments explodes, later, it right? It's on the planet and it's half okay. Yeah. Yes. Like, and, what's and, funny, but where, where, where he went down the hole, where it exploded, <laughs> well, quite near, like, the, where the centre of the Death Star is and he fell down, that's... That's the shaft. Yeah, he went to the reactor core. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah. damn. And it appeared to explode before yeah. the Death Star yeah, exploded as well, didn't it? The robot chicken version where he keeps falling, <laughs> yeah. falling. So, 
Maybe maybe it'd land next to Luke's lightsaber, but oh, sorry, that's another thing. But uh, anyway, so um, yeah, so the dead are alive and Mm. they're stupid. Um, You know, so you you make a broadcast to the whole universe, and then we cut to um, Kylo Ren leading the First Order, and he's just killing people randomly for no reason. But do you know what planet that was? It's supposed to be Mustafa. Yeah, but that's the thing. That bloody apparently... hell, did it no. not look like Mustafa? Yes, it had a red sky, but no. everything else. Yeah, it didn't no. look. Well, like... apparently, so I'll probably we'll get into this more later. But there's a campaign now to release the JJ cut, which is again is the three hour, three and a half hour. Which hour. which version of because yeah, because there is so much discrepancy now. What is the version of the version of the version of the version? Well, because they 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 more or less shot three versions of this film. I mean, I heard there was eight. Endings. Oh, endings, there's but there's three versions of the actual film because okay. originally the villain wasn't Palpatine. The The villain was supposed to be another character out of, Mortis. out of Clone Wars. Yeah, it was a super cool character. Played by Max think, Smith. Yeah. Yeah, you could, yeah, even if, like, you know, connecting-wise, it made no sense because you had to watch the Clone Wars, which was a bit of a loss for them. It's like, come on, Disney, you could have proper sold and re- rebranded it having Disney well, Plus just, and make money from it, but they lost the battle on that well, because... Again, this is another sort of finger up at The Last Jedi because you were left with Kylo Ren yeah, as, the, as the leader and you were just wondering, what is he going to do now yeah, that he's in charge? Yeah. And, and Rise of Skywalker, he is literally back into the same position he was... He's the bitch. In, yeah. Because that was the thing, like, he was meant to be... Oh, I said this last podcast, he was meant to be the big bad because, like, his line about... He wants to finish what his grandfather started. And that was like, Darth Vader could not be the emperor or the leader because he, because of he fell in the lava mm-hmm. and he hated, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he was just like, you know, he's just basically disabled. So he couldn't have the power. Like, I remember reading in the, the legend story about how he couldn't do forced lightning because it would ruin his electronic. But anyway, but that's the thing. He wanted to be the leader. So he was the leader. His only nemesis would be Hux. Yeah. Hux was the person that was at the last shot in the last Jedi. Was looking at him like, "I'm gonna kill you." And yeah, that, that I was, mean, that was the thing. and that would yeah. have been perfect because yeah. this is a person that has the history of his family, and he has conflict within him. He's got a love interest that's a girl he wants to bang, and it's just like you know, they, they, that would have been quite. I would have accepted that, and then the whole then you would have to be turned coat and go back, go to the. It just there were so many possibilities. It wouldn't have been bombastic as it was. Because they they made it way too bombastic. They kept making it go so fast. Mm-hmm. Well, like, yeah, this is this is the the whole so the whole film. Um, I mean, so we went to a midnight screening of it. I was I was a little tired, but you know I was. I'm you had thinking... to work the next day. I had to go in. <laughs> I got home at five and then had to get up literally at five thirty and go to work for six. Yeah, so but I mean that's got nothing to do with my viewing of the film. But it was like watching somebody play a video game and the story is like a video game. So they have to go to this place and find this item that unlocks this level that leads them to this next thing, this next task, and then onwards and onwards and onwards till they finally get to the, the big baddie at the end and then they win and, you know, Right, and it is literally if if you've been around to a friend's house and they're playing video games and you're sitting there watching it, it is boring as anything. Mm. It's great playing the video game, 
when you're in it and you're playing it but if you're watching somebody play the video game that was what it was like because there was no time for characterization there was no moments to breathe um you didn't care about anything any kind of threat, any kind of death was then soon cancelled out. It's like Chewbacca, you know, there's, when when she killed Chewbacca, you were, oh my God, you know, and you think, how is she going to do all of this? But no, it's fine. He's alive. He was on some other transport that magically got away yeah, when nobody we, was looking. Which we literally find, find out less than five minutes of screen time, time later and about two scenes, I think, it yeah. is, that we find that out. Yeah, yeah it's so. just like, uh, I, I'm. <clears throat> there's no threat here, there's no suspense. Mm. You're just literally watching them go through numbers. And it is like we're, we're ticking these boxes, so they've got to do this and they've got to mm. do that. And then, well, and also the yeah. coincidence, whereas they, they, they just happen after a, a speeder chase, they just happen to sort of crash, crash at the quicksand, <laughs> which is right above the place where the knife that they're looking for yeah. <laughs> with the clue yeah. that if you happen to stand in the exact right place lines up, which we, they do later. And then we find out <laughs> Rake and Hill, and it's like they can do that in Star Wars, but I'm pretty fucking sure it's not that dramatic and healing. It's more... It's, you can't heal, like, you can't bring someone back from the dead sort of Well, thing. I have to say, that was where it got into the into, into darkness, darkness thing yeah. for me. I was it's suddenly like, like, like no, you, no, he, no, he dies. When you yeah. saw yeah. that, when she healed the worm in the tunnel, and then the worm kicked its tail, and then they got out, it's like... Yeah, it's, it's like, as I say, it's like the video game. It's, uh, you know, if you heal the worm, you can then get out. That's, yeah. that's, that's what it felt like. It, mm. And it's just like, oh, when's that going to come into place? Mm. So, yeah, it did feel like um, they they had read a lot of yeah. the fan criticism. But the thing is, they, they... They did... They just sort of... <laughs> you know, they, they kind of like, well, those criticisms that everybody had against Ray. oh, we don't ever see her training. So we see her training, yeah. you know. She's training by Leia, who never trained. No, but, yeah. <laughs> but, but again, with that, see, they... they she, she gives the lightsaber back you know, saying, oh, uh, you know, I'm not ready or whatever. But then two scenes later, it's given back to her. That, that's the problem is every, every cool thing yeah. that they do, like cool story idea thing that they do, they kind of undo moments later sometimes. Yeah. And, and, and that was the yeah. uh, kind of frustrating part about the, those aspects. Of yeah, it, for sure. Uh, yeah. There's the other things that, you know, uh, things are set up that are never paid off. Uh, so what did Finn want to say to Ray? Because, you know, we never found out. Well, no, I mean, the assumption <laughs> is that he's Force-sensitive, right? But, uh, you but know, I don't think that's what he wanted to tell her. Right. Because, right. you know, ever since he put Rose in the friend zone... <laughs> well, yeah. So, well, yeah, so, uh, again, this is another uh, finger up at... Um, at Ryan Johnson's Last Jedi, so Rose Tico, you know, plays a ca is a cameo in this film, and uh, yeah, know, I mean, after all she did, you know, saving Finn's life, you know, he's really put her in the friend zone. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I kind of wish that um, rather than JJ letting another one of his mates, i.e. Dominic Monaghan, be in the film, which, you know, I applaud him for his loyalty and whatever, but I would have rather, to be honest, 
it, this was the other thing. Mm. They introduced so many new characters, but didn't really use the ones that were already existing. And Rose Tico has got to be the the best example of that in yeah. the fact that they had her. She was what studying diagrams or or something while the others went off on a well, mission. She came to be a commander. She got to be a commander, and then they kind of like didn't have it. And what was it at Disney Disney Con? Con. They actually had Joe Jobra saying that she was the best thing about that he appreciated. Ryan Johnson gave him. He really doesn't like the last Jedi. He doesn't like what Ryan Johnson he doesn't did. Really like Ryan Johnson. <laughs> well, yeah, but he does not appreciate what he did to um, the last Jedi. It's mm. not what they planned, and this again. So, Rise of Skywalker is trying to retcon. Well, people said that, that you literally film. could watch The Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker and yes. ignore the Last Jedi. Yeah, because that's like a backstory. Well, because mm. other things as well. The um, so the. The, sto- uh, the character arc that um, Poe Dameron goes through in mm. Last Jedi is completely forgotten about in A Rise of Skies War. And he's still a little shit. That's the thing. Well, this is the thing. So he went from somebody who didn't think was gung-ho to suddenly caring and being more of a leader. And then when we go, we, you know, and then when we jump to, last, um, to Rise of Skywalker, he's like back to where he was at the beginning, sort of just... Gung ho, and then you find out he was a spice runner. Yeah, but again, you just get a scene where, so they oh this whole thing where it's like one of the tasks they find the dagger and C three PO can read the Sith uh, writing on it, but he can't say it yeah. because they're the, you know, droids are sort of programmed not to speak that language, mm. so they have to take him to a droid smith on this other planet. Uh, which Poe Dameron knows about, and they, so they go to this new planet where it's snowing and it's like you know under occupation and there's loads of soldiers everywhere. It's very World War Two kind of thing, and um, bump into Poe's girlfriend, ex, ex. I Fun don't buddy. know, friend. Uh, you know this masked lady. Um, we well, never actually see her face. You see, you her, see, eyes. Her, you see her eyes. Yeah. There's a lot of people up in arms about, okay, another thing, where people <laughs> up in arms about she's wearing this tight, sexy uniform and you never see her face, so it's very gratuitous and it's pointless because she's demoralised. You could have had her in something like padding, which is kind of true, right. it's a snowy planet. Why would you be wearing all that? I think the colour? bigger thing was that, just again, a new character is introduced and then dismissed straight away. Yeah. Well, she's a cool toy. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. Cool. It's like the, uh, the courier who gives them the information at the beginning. Um, this character's like green with yellow tusks. Um, you know, he's in that scene, and the next time you see him, he's beheaded, you know. Mm-hmm. And, Mark and Yeah. But, but hey. yeah, Mark's got to do something. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have much to do in this one. No. And he's the, Sky- he's the only one with the name Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, but Officially. But, but, I mean, the, the thing is with that character is, yeah, already he's a toy, you know. The Lego Millennium Falcon, he's in it, mm. and just like well, he's he doesn't even be in the in the Millennium Falcon. He sort of pops his head in, mm. you know. And there was a slug character which was like well, in that scene we'd never seen again. Well, he's yeah, meant to be a big bigger character. Yeah, I mean they've done it. They've done this with everything. You've got uh, 
what is it, Dio or whatever, which is this lampshade on a wheel. Yeah, yeah. I don't really care which, about that character, well, but you can kind of see they needed this in for a toy. It, it, because yeah, BB-8 is a bit like passe now. You can't it, really do that's much all it does. They can and, give him a sombrero, but... Yeah, you know. and then the other thing that I had kind of a... or kind of irritated me about that character was suddenly... Suddenly, do we need protocol droids anymore then? Because mm. we've got now a character that... You know, one of those robot type characters yeah, yeah. that speaks it's English, English, yeah. voiced by JJ actually. But mm. um, yeah, and it's like, uh, you know, my head cannon doesn't like that at all because no. it's like it's and, not. Well, I mean, the whole point with the Poe's girlfriend is that she hates him in one scene, and then five right, minutes later she's giving him this a coin. This, um, Again, yeah. it's it's it's, it's, it's the that... this the video game. It's yeah. just they got the coin that gets them on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the funniest one. Of the funny there's many funny scenes that make no sense. But when she's uh, what she fighting Poe and Bray gets her lightsaber out, and I was like, bitch, leave him alone. Hmm. And it's like she goes, I like you. It's like never. What you wouldn't this universe obviously is different. It's a bit violent, a bit dramatic, but. You suddenly go from think, saying like you're fighting someone and saying I like you, it's, it just it, it was purposely for this this plot and then she's helping them and not she helping them she's really helping them giving them this and then she's proper helping them when she goes there at the end of the battle yeah and it's like she lives she's obviously a selfish not selfish person but she's self involved and she doesn't like Poe and then she's helping him and then when he offers to you know get one in the back around the corner somewhere she goes like no <laughs> so it doesn't make sense oh is that is. That is that offer at the the end? Yeah, the well, she basically he's like he does the head nod, and she's like, "Hell no!" But it's like, what? I just don't get it. Well, it, it that that, that, that was a that was a case of the the not gay. That was that was a case of because the whole Poe and Finn, you know, are they gay or not? Is there's an interview on um, the, YouTube. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just there to say, you know, Poe ain't gay. He's not into Finn. And Finn's not into Poe because he doesn't seem to be into Rose. Well, that's, I mean, this is a whole different thing, which I, I thought was, it's quite true, and then it's a bit over overthinking where all the stormtroopers are black. Because isn't it funny that only unmasked stormtroopers you, su- you see are two black characters? That's overreaching. And it is the case of then there's this whole thing about why is it two black characters? They're the ones getting it together. Because obviously he was going to get it on with Rose, but obviously she might be too boring. Oh, that, I don't, again, don't it's over, even, it's overreaching. You again, you've got another character they introduce on yeah. Endor. Mm. And it could uh, be Lando's daughter at the end of it. You were joking. Lando was hitting on that like something mad. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. Apparently there is... The, like, oh, it's Reddit, I, I, but that's... A, that's this. The problem is... It, 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 none of this is in the film. Yeah. <laughs> all this stuff outside of it. Well, if that's it's... why they're justifying it would be better with the JJ cut. No. But then I just think it would be too much. But it'd the problem is, the, the, I, I, the Irish man would seem so short compared to the JJ yeah. cut. I mean, the JJ. I mean, this is the problem. This is why it's such a Frankenstein sort of cut because it's obviously they've they've cut together several different versions of it yeah. into one. We haven't had and to explain the, the, the storyline. I don't but, think we need to explain the storyline. It's I, it's literally like bad guys want to do something which is never clearly explained. Good guys have a short period. Okay, so there's a fleet of star destroyers that yeah, which, come where, out. Where, of, where did they yeah. come from? They where they come from? And who? Like yeah. And who? And who? Who are? Um, don't, you know, operating those this, things. This, this, Disney's, Disney's answer to all well, this is it, it's space magic, don't well, worry about they're it. They're Seth occultists that have grown up under the, the rule of the... They're not Seths, they've grown up under the rule of the Seth... Sith. Seth 
Sif. 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 They've grown it under it and yeah. they are like the cultists where they, they, they make the ships, they do all the, they're the, they're like the people that just but do everything. This is the problem though, this is the stuff that you have to read like the visual um, dictionary. dictionary or whatever of it to yeah, know this stuff, that's right? Because the film doesn't explain. But I don't want to do it to but, justify. But the film like never, that. the film never explains all this. You just, yeah. you're just shown this stuff. It's, it looks good in the trailer, doesn't yeah. it? It's like the Enterprise appearing out from under the sea. It's literally the same motif. Star oh, Detroit's yeah, come. <laughs> Star Trucks, yeah. You know, it, it's JJ. It's the JJ Abrahams playbook, isn't it? Wasn't that Have super, ships raise out of. Wasn't stuff. that Super Eight? Because that was on the other day. Like the, the bloody thing comes out of the ground. He got oh, some. He yeah. got some phallic things. So you see one Star Destroyer. Go up, and then you see a sky full of it, and now and it's all not got space. A Death Star it's laser on. Them. Yeah. yeah, how did they get that? Yeah, and and also so, the other thing is they're, the they're in an the atmosphere as well. Mm. They're they're not in space; they're in in the atmosphere. Yeah, which is a big big atmosphere yeah. for have all those ships there. Again, it's just stuff that looks cool, but has no. There's no way to explain it. But so I love the whole thing about. So you think about it. So um, Palpatine won't won't kill Ray. Even though it's his granddaughter, he wants to kill her. Yeah. He wants Carla to be his bitch. But then Carla's like, no, you, you be with me and we'll kill him. But then he's when when she goes there, he's like, okay, you can be... I, I don't want Carla, I want you, Ray, to be my, you know... No, he wanted... He wanted... This, is, this, is, this is so... This is why it's so stupid. He wanted Ray to kill him. Yeah. So that he could transfer his essence into her. So he would become her. Mm. And that stupid vision that they kept using in the trailer with her with the flippy up lightsabers, yeah. um, is that's supposedly what it is. It's that would be her as Ray. Well, she is Ray Palpatine, but I mean, you know, she would be the new the Empress. Yeah. And then he realizes that because the two of them together, he can just force drain them of their life and become young again and get some fingers just on. get some fingers and stuff <laughs> I got fingers and um, and then sort of throws um, Ben Solo at this point away and then because he hasn't got a scar now so he's all that I didn't even him, notice that because when she heal him uh, she managed to heal him. his scar. Yeah, it's like really? oh, oh yeah. Christ! I'll make, I mean, make it less so. Or oh God! Yeah. I mean, apparently his hair got curlier and nice. But he didn't have helmet hair anymore. Everyone said like you can tell the reshoots because her hair's this and his hair's this because obviously hair grow and mm -hmm. then when it's extension hair it look look different every shot. Mm -hmm. But it is yeah, it just doesn't yeah. Yeah, I mean I I know we're jumping around the place, but it just. It, it, it it's is, what the film does. It, it's what the film does. It literally, it so it, it just goes globe trotting yeah. or galaxy trotting, and it's just like you're you're going from planet to planet. And but as as much as I love Rogue One, that I hate the first half of it. It is literally go. We're at this planet, and then we're at this planet, and then we're at this yeah, planet. Yeah, but at least there's a thing up to tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. <laughs> and again, <laughs> this was a complaint that fans had about that film. So yes. that's hence why there's no names on yeah. on this one. Mm. It, it, it's just like it's you know we can't. Uh, they they've done this weird thing where so they're trying to retcon Last Jedi. They're mm. trying to please the fans, and they're trying to appease. Everybody yes. and make money at the same, same time, time. Yeah, and it's make, just yes. 
yeah. And no, it's I mean, just a mess. Yeah, you, you, you hit the nail on the head with, with the, the fact that that's, that is the problem. They are trying to, because they haven't had one person sort of guiding yeah. this journey, as it were, they've... Well, the only one they've had is Kathleen Kennedy, and I don't. And don't mind think she's her. she's mind not her, she's very much of of a, of a guide. You know, you, you, you look at her, you look at her history. She's it's, she's it's, worked with Spielberg. It's and, a pedigree. It's a very good pedigree. But you then question how much does she actually do? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Lucas put her in place because he thought that she would carry on his work. That mm-hmm. she'd be his man. Or his woman, yeah. and it didn't work out that way. She took the Disney money. Well, yeah, she, I mean, yeah. she's she's there to, you know, please Bob Iger um, of yeah. Disney, yeah. and uh, I think I think this is, you know, oh God, it's 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 really tricky because I know we've not we've not been there, but you, we've seen what the work's been like. Mm. So we'll just go with her decision. So she went with JJ. And they did Force Awakens, and they decided, well, we'll make it close. We'll throw out Lucas's ideas because that's just weird and wacky they, stuff, they want, man. We to... just we just want New Hope because everybody knows that it's and you know and as fans we embraced that because we thought, hmm? okay, it's back to what Star Wars used to be. Hmm. But let's see what they're going to do with it. Hopefully, they'll they'll move it forward. Well, you always knew they were going to make the middle film quite dark. Because you kind of thought yeah. that was what they were going for, and they hired someone that was a director that was going to be quite dark. Yeah, but the the problem was that um, Kathleen Kennedy, instead of just saying, "Well, this is the plan," Ryan went, "Well, I want to do this," and she went, "Yeah, go for it." And that's what fucked it, really, because she let another director do their own thing, when really he should have been following the plan for what the whole trilogy was but going to be. I know he, he made he, he made a good film, but the problem was he... should have done the he, third one then, that's the thing. He should have, he should have done up. the third one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because he does end it in a way where, you know, it's not the traditional second act. Mm. It doesn't... They're not at their lowest... Well, they are at the lowest point, but they're not... You're not seeing a way that they can get out of it, mm. you know? It is, it's it's not Empire Strikes, Strikes Back, back desperate, yeah. is it? No. Yeah. Because um, the thing is, like, like I said, like the whole uh, Force Awakens and the Rise of Skywalker, they were they they could be two films on their own. Apparently, they did want to split the Rise of Skywalker into two films, or if not, release it in like the summertime uh, this year in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. But that's just their excuses they're using now. Of course, they are. There's they're, so many different. Stories. They're, they're scrabbling like, because they're scrabbling for excuses because they suddenly because they because Kathleen. Kennedy's decision to do let Ryan do his thing, mm. they're suddenly like, well, how do we end this? You know, uh, Colin. You know, they they've been very well known for for sacking directors or or getting other directors to correct the director's work that they've done. So you know, as much as everybody wants to release the J.J. Abrahams cut, well, what about the original cut of Rogue One, or what about the you know the two guys who were doing solo. What was Lord their color? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they again. There's this whole second guessing. Oh, it's not what we want. And there's you know replacing people with kind of what they they know what they're doing. I mean, with Lord and Miller, they took what should have been a shameless cash grab with the Lego Movie and actually turned it into a great film. 
I haven't seen Lego Movie 2, so I don't know what that one's like. But, it, you know, the Lego Movie didn't deserve to be that good, mm-hmm. you know? Well, so unless, it, and let's not forget what great work they did on Spider-Man and to the Spider-Verse, Spider-verse yeah. um, which was a big... Yeah. We've already had a podcast so on that. But. You, just, you just wonder, who, are the people who are running the show, who, yeah. who, who make decisions... Don't seem to know what they're doing. No, well, you know slight. What... Sorry to jump in, but mm. a slight tangent. But I just wanted to say it while we were uh, there. Is you know when we did talk about solo on our solo episode. Go mm. back and listen to that. Um, but no, um, one of the things I was saying was you know the inclusion of Darth Maul. Yeah, and it's back to this having to know the expanded universe yeah. stuff again. Um, I said that I, I was worried that that would sort of confuse people. Well. Interestingly, shortly after we recorded that podcast, I saw it again with a friend of mine who's a fan of the Star Wars films, but he's not a a mega fan. He's more of a casual viewer, but obviously grew up in the same period as me and with all the films and had seen them all. But when we came out, the first thing he said to me is he said, so is Han Solo then the same age as... Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> and I was like because he said because that had to be before Phantom Menace yeah. because of and, and and that's exactly what I was saying when we, when yeah. when we mm. talked about that film is that's a fan service thing so you could get a lightsaber in there and a recognizable character and all this yeah. but unless you know the Clone Wars or the expanded universe and whatever yeah. Rebels, and Rebels and whatever, yeah. that you, you know that was confusing, and I I, I know and also, I know, I know and also sequel baiting as well. Yeah. It was we, literally we always like, knew that yeah. Han Solo was older than everyone because he called Luke kid. Yeah, because he was obviously <laughs> older, probably like, like it was. I think Han no, ten, ten, was ten, ten years. years. Yeah, yeah but yeah. not the Obi Wan. But no. yeah, no. Uh, but no, I thought that was funny. But anyway, sorry, yeah. that was a slight aside. But <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to mention it because we. I was, uh, was going to say if you look at the it, Star Wars and Disney, people referring to D D Lucasfilm. So Lucasfilm is like they call it D Lucasfilm because it's Disney Lucasfilm. Yeah. yeah. So they're differentiating the two. But um, if you look at what Disney are doing now, it's all rehash remakes, uh, live versions of. Yeah. The, yeah. They have no original the ideas. Yeah. Well, no. And I just... find it quite disgusting. Like um, I was looking on their like Instagram, Twitter, and they're constantly every every week promoting the female. They they specialise on the female person that's working in some department. So they're they're doing the now trendy thing. Doesn't make mean they're good. You can be male, female, or whatever you want to be. But if you're shit at your job, you're shit. Mm-hmm. But they're doing what's trendy now. It's just pleasing everyone. So I, mean, I, I don't want to see a Lion King or Aladdin. But what's Disney doing now? They've done Frozen 2. And apparently, this is this is what I've, I've heard today, because I haven't seen Frozen 2. Frozen 2 is Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> the storyline's the same. Oh, so you God. find a girl, find yeah. something out about her history historically, has to overcome it, sacrifice herself. But no, 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 she's alive. And then it's all good. And it all goes yeah. back to normal. Everyone fine. That is the Rise of Skywalker in Frozen 2. They've done the same storyline. And Rise of Skywalker to Frozen 2. Well, I, I think... Oh, but the love interest doesn't really matter because she's an independent woman. She doesn't need nobody. Yeah, well... Mm. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry. Well, I mean, the other thing as well was that uh, Frozen was kind of like a metaphor for her coming out as well. That whole mm. let it go, you know. Yeah, because the, the gay community is totally embraced Frozen. Yeah. It's like, let it go. Yeah. I mean, I just, just, just want to answer your question about that whole thing, why it's the same, is because uh, Hollywood is now getting so small. 
and there's, there's, there's no well, it's not well, scared. Disney owns seventy five percent of the industry, yeah. don't they? It's now? not that they're scared. No. It's that they put they're, they're spending like a hundred million to two hundred million to God knows how much on these films. They're and spending two hundred million on promotion. No, then they have the film. Well, they're, they're spending a lot. They are spending huge amounts of money, mm. and they're not willing to take a chance because they know. So they just homogenize it. They mm. just make it as safe as possible. Because they go with stuff that they know they're going to make money on. Because if you look at it, Frozen 2 has probably made more money than Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I think Frozen 2 has passed the billion mark. Mm. I mean, you know, and it's they, they have to get that kind of return for it to be a success. Mm. But it's what's killing the studios. It's what's killing Hollywood. Because... Where's the small films? Well, they're, you know, going, where's... they're going to Netflix because it's only... Yes and no, small, but the, but the, the but problem is, though, there was, we had loads of like distributors and production companies, and now we've just got Netflix and Amazon. Mm. It, it's, it's gotten really small. Well, so, for the next, so when you think about Netflix, where do they come from? We all know them, but then they became a thing. There has to be something next now because mm. Disney have got their Disney Plus, Amazon have got their thing. I'm waiting for the next one because it, it it all comes in trends. So what is next now? That's we don't because know. Because like, even like say not going about the Golden Globes, but we were talking about before <laughs> about Ricky Gervais. It's true. People don't go to cinema. I mean, that is the thing. Like they will make a lot of money from cinema, but they will make a lot of money. They've already released Order Now. Your what is it? Silk metal tin can version of the Rise of Skywalker. Amazon sent me a link to pre-order it. It's coming out in like April, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so they've already, but that's where they're going to make a lot of money. You've got the twenty pound version, you've got the thirty pound, you've got the fifty. There's different versions of this sort yeah, of thing. You can but get. I mean, at the end of the day, what makes them the money mm. is the cinema. They they're making billions of dollars at the cinema. I don't mm. know if they're making that much off DVD releases or Blu-ray, especially now that not many people buy physical media, mm. and every studio. And distributor has well, their own. Disney Plus was meant to be their saving grace. That's the thing because you can apparently stream. Yeah, but don't get me can, started about know, Disney Plus. Okay, yeah. Disney Plus. I read you can stream the prequel thing. The creep. Yeah. The pre. The creepful. The creepful. Yeah. The creep. The prequel films. But you can't stream the Star Wars, the original Star Wars films. Oh, yes. what? Not even with McClunky in there. No, no? apparently there's something going yeah. on. There's that it's going to happen soon, but they, there's something going on because that means they're doing something to it. Right. I haven't. No, heard it. it's it's not that. It's the fact that. Um, Is it George Lucas? No, 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 because George Lucas does not own it. He does not own it. He has stakes in Disney, but mm. he don't ha own Lucasfilm. They bought They bought out everything. They're like doing stuff and barrel. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, they're even going to... As you asked, what are Disney going to do next? Well, they're going to do an Indiana Jones film. Mm. That's what they're going to do next. Oh boy. But the the thing is, with the whole um, subscription wars, mm. as we're going to call it, is that Netflix came along and they started buying up licenses from all the studios to show films. Mm. So originally when Netflix came out, you know, I think up to... Or when it first started building up there was quite a big library on there of films to watch. And the thing was, they kind of, then the studios kind of went, oh, wait a minute, they're making money out of this. Why aren't we making money out of this? So they had Disney Plus come along and all that kind of stuff. And Netflix went, well, our product is now being denied to us because the amount of new films they get is getting smaller and smaller and the amount of time they have it for. 
so that's why they're having to make their own stuff and mm. it's why you know Netflix is becoming a, a bit of a power because mm. they do it off sort of licenses from other films I mean I mean here's the, here's the sort of startling statistics about Netflix is um, the average studio uh, makes 30 films in a year right mm. last year or now the year previous um, Netflix made 90. And that's not including their TV shows that they're yeah. kind of famous for their streaming shows. But the thing about Netflix, you um, know what they don't release their information. That's everyone's like, well, why won't you tell us what is the streaming streaming numbers? They don't mm. disclose information. I don't really care. No, they but they also the makers. They also then... give the filmmaker not only the budget but complete um, yeah. creative control as well. That's so the difference. That, I mean, okay. They gave Scorsese control. Yeah to make um, The I, Irishman because no, no, none of the studios were interested in a three and a half hour film anymore, with, yeah. with Scorsese directing De Niro P- it, Pesci and Pacino it, yeah. it was surprising that Quentin Tarantino with was it Hateful Eight and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood he had the power to have what he had to make that film and to, to dictate well that's because went. his films make money and because he yeah, only makes he, he on only a, makes on a, one on film in a while. Of, he's he's of the Weinstein criteria where like you can just say he's a That's he's controversial a dick. now. Yeah. I know he's a dick. <laughs> he shouldn't have this right because we watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and I only know it because I read it. But there's like fifteen feet of women's feet. But he got a foot fetish going on there. Yeah, yeah, which, oh, yeah. Well, we we know that. Like yeah. a Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just the thing yeah. is like his he's there's not many directors that you know nowadays or anyone. No. Yeah. Because it, it again, it's 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 gone from being a director's medium to being a studio medium. It's gone. It has gone back to the studios. They have ultimate power over it. Mm. I mean, look at. I mean, looking at the difference between Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Lord of the Rings, um, Peter Jackson, you know, he he wanted to do something with his CGI company that he made uh, for the Frighteners. And they wanted to do a lot of work, so they thought, what's out there that we could do? Lord of the Rings. It's free films, free books, free films. You know, it's fantasy. It's got, you know, wizards, goblins, orcs, magicians, all this kind of stuff. You know, it's, you know, hobbits. And he was passionate about it. He was it. Yeah, very right. passionate about it. Yeah. He was super And it comes out and it makes, it, it's a phenomenon. It makes a lot of money uh, when Return of the King comes out. They clean up at the Oscars. Um, other studios want that. They mm. want that kind of fantasy trilogy that will bring everybody it's in. All, it's so it's years fair. later, so they want to do The Hobbit, but Peter Jackson, he doesn't want to do it. He wants Guillermo del Toro. You know, well, Guillermo del Toro wants to do it. Peter Jackson was going to be like executive producer of it, and um, but Warner Brothers, who own New Line. And also MGM owned the rights for the first one. They said, well, we want Lord of the Rings. We want another trilogy. And it's just, you could see it in that in those three films. It was just literally, it's like, well, we like Lord of the Rings. We want another Lord of the Rings. What can we turn into Lord of the Rings? Oh, The Hobbit. The Hobbit's in the same universe. Mm-hmm. So instead of it just being The Hobbit, which is a standalone story about... Uh, a hobbit, a wizard, and some dwarves having many adventures going to the Misty Mountains to get this. Oh, it, well, okay, it's a few, but I mean, but, but, but the, from from the 
it's kind of like they they well, a bit like Rise of Skywalker. They go from one adventure to another. Yeah, but it's it's one book. Yes, and it's a kids' book. And yes, it's very simple. Yeah, and very linear. It's like the whole thing with him, exactly. him with the dragon. Yeah. The him with the dragon when he has the conversation with the dragon, he meets the dragon. It's you know it's, yes. it's not as massively no. played out and as it is. It's they, quite, they had to do it. And he tricks it, the dragon. He tricks um, yeah. what's his name? Gollum. Gollum. Yeah, uh, it's. As I say, it's a simple story, but but that's not what the studio wanted. The mm. studio wanted Lord of the Rings, and they wanted it to tie into Lord of the Rings. Hence mm -hmm. why you have, you know, uh, Gladrill in it. You have um, Saruman. Legolas. Legolas, you know. And your yeah, female, yeah. female elf, it? yeah. Who's sexy. All looking, looking older, older, even though it takes place beforehand yeah. or whatever. But and, yeah. and, and also... <laughs> kind of damages Lord of the Rings because then you go, well, if Gandalf knew that Saruman was about and knew that Bilbo had the, the ring of power, then why did he do all that investigation in the mm. fellowship? It's just, it just, you know, ruins, you mm. know. So the Hobbit films are just... You know, Sorry, and how are you relating this back to Star Wars? Sorry. It's, just, it's, just, it's just a trend that studios, oh, see, yeah. studios yeah. are taking over from when... The, so... Lord of the Rings is a director's vision. Yeah. And The Hobbit is a studio's vision. Mm -hmm. And you can clearly see. Would you say it. the yeah. same now with Star Wars? Yes. That the original trilogy and the prequels, regardless of what you think of them, yes. that Compared was one to man's the, vision. Yeah. Force Awakens, whether you think of it, there's, very, there's not as many films now as you can think of. Like, yeah, I'm saying it wrong. Where you've got a film that you can carry on a trilogy. How many films have you seen that have gone one film, potential trilogy, have gone bust? Oh, yeah. And you might happened. like it. Yeah, but the people don't like it, or it's just shit because they can't carry on. So this has or it actually just didn't made make the money. Yeah, mm. this is the this is the film series that has made the money with the sequels. I mean, the thing in the studios now, so you had like Game of Thrones, and that made money. It obviously ended really badly. Nobody really liked it. So now you've got things like The Witcher. They're looking for what is now. So this. Well, yeah, they're they're, they're looking for the next Lord uh, is, Game of Thrones. Yeah. So they're hence why you'll you'll I mean, get all these fantasy way, shows. In a way, I'm kind of glad the Rise of Skywalker came out, even though it's horrendously bad. And don't go see it. Don't go give the money. <laughs> give it the money to charity. Um, they, it's kind of shown Disney and the studios that you can't keep doing this. I mean, it's it's really ironic. Has Amanda, it? I'm, I'm I don't hope, know. I'm hoping I, you're, you're hoping, I'm hoping. I, and I hope as like, well, but they they don't seem to learn these everyone lessons. Everyone loves the Mandalorian. The Ma okay, those who have seen it. Yeah, those who've seen yeah. it. Yeah. Somehow, but the Mandalorian, it, it's really well done. It's literally it is Star Wars. It's a rugged, rough universe, and it's got something cute, and it's got something badass, and it's funny, and it's sharp, and you've got Bill Burr in it, mm -hmm. and you've got like um, storm stormtroopers taking the piss, and they can't shoot for shit. And yeah. That's pointless. You know? Yeah, yeah well, no, it's yeah. very well done because you can tell the people that are involved in it. Um, what's his what's his name, director? Oh, John Favreau. Yeah, John he's Favreau, he's yeah. a nerd and yeah. he knows yeah. what he's doing. So you can kind of think he is like the, he hopefully him and, and you get you get the feeling that they've been left alone as well. Yeah. They just said, well, you know, we need a TV series but for what's, Disney what's Plus. What's funny about that was I read recently. So the episode the episode with the lot before the last episode, um, we need all the stormtroopers outside shooting and doing the shoot up bit and fighting they didn't have they didn't... <laughs> look 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 you are no, ruining I, it for Keith he's not listen, seen a single listen, listen, episode of this telling you he's I, not I, ruining it no, no, I, I already know too much about and this show probably seen yes, the memes and yes, the gifts but apparently yes. there's a scene with they're doing a shoot up fight for whatever reason okay. they didn't have enough um, you know stormtrooper outfits 
forward that shoot, so they had to sort of do a call out for like nerds to come with their. They they call themselves a name. These people that dress up. It's like laughing for stormtroopers in America, and they rocked up, got their own stormtrooper uniforms, and they were the ones that were shooting. They were fans, probably like fat ones there as well. And, Whatever, but they had people that because they didn't have the money. Some they were given the that money. Are a little short for a stormtrooper, maybe. Yeah. Can't yeah. see but a thing just, in that it's, helmet. It's, it's so endearing to me that they didn't have the money and they didn't go to the students like, please give us more money. They thought, well, we got to get creative. We will do it this way and get them in. Yeah. yeah. And it's really yeah. like that is what Star Wars was. I mean, come on, they made things for popsicle, what's it? And they they were, like in the new ones. So they finish in the Rise of Skywalker. Apparently, finished last March, April, and they had a rap party. And then they had to go back and shoot yeah, everything do again. Shoot, yeah. And they had the actors flying in. Well, yeah, literally, in. I, I've seen an interview with um, oh, uh, the actor who plays Palpatine. Ian McDermott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he literally got called in last year, yeah. the end of last year. They're saying, we're going to bring the Emperor back. And he was like, oh, okay. Mm. You know, and it does. It just feels like this, you know, bad idea I mean mm. it's literally like again you know Ryan Johnson you know left them in a position where he left them in a position for to get creative and do their own yeah which they didn't back. do yeah. I, it wasn't safe yeah but I mean the thing is Ryan Johnson just he did literally say fuck it I'm doing it my own way mm. that that is what Last Jedi is in in that's the series of films mm. I mean and he has to take some of the blame of what Rise of Skywalker is because he didn't exactly leave him in a good position, as I say, of being the second film in a free act structure mm. in a trilogy. So, you know, he killed Snarkoff. He, he did a theatrical thing. He left it for the second act to mm-hmm. be the act of tragedy and drama. Mm-hmm. That is what he did. It's tragic and it's dramatic. Yeah, but, he, but, but then, he, then he just... He, Ended it yeah. is the thing. No, he, I don't think he ended it. He, well, he ended did. It. He, he ended literally. He literally. He the the, the last. The last shot is you see you what obviously what? is the Millennium Falcon flying off in the in the distance as a star, and the kid looking up like this, being like the future. It's like, well, how how are you going to go from there? And there's yeah, so much they I know that I know there's so much they could have done, but they didn't want to do that, did they? It they just safe. that's the thing I understand. Yeah, right? they just they don't they just, understand it, but they didn't they, they didn't it, want to do anything. Yeah. It, it's it literally all, like it, if Last Jedi comes, was a standalone film, it would be better. It all came down to toys. That's all I'm gonna say. Everything well, yeah. came down I mean, to this, toys and this money. This is the yeah. thing. Can you now could you sit down and watch all three of these films back to back? No. No. This is this is the thing. It's it's just not a trilogy. Last Jedi on its own. Many times every again, Rise of You say that, like, but how like, many times have we watched the Last Jedi? I've since watched we're... it multiple times. You ain't watched it because I've got I've got the Blu-ray. Yes, but we. I, I think we've only watched the you. Blu-ray once. Yeah, but I've watched it. Wait. When you're at work, love. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, to dictate he, he, to me he, he, I've watched it more than okay. you have. Okay. All right. Here's here's isn't dear. Oh dear, <laughs> domestic happening here. Here's the thing. I mean, you know, you know. The thing about selling toys and whatever, all of the Star Wars have been guilty for that since, since you know, even even after the success of the first Star Wars film, yeah, which, which wasn't a new hope at yeah, the time, but, but was Star Wars. It. And, and you know, I've got kind of all these 
these sort of theories in my own head about a lot of this stuff. I'm always on these podcasts. I'm always banging on about you know behind every great director and great visionary director is usually a fantastic producer, right? right? And I've had this sort of whole theory with Star Wars. Obviously, I love George Lucas and love what he's created, although he has also made very questionable choices since that. But how did that? And, 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 well, yeah. But, but, but I think, I always look at what's now known as Episode Four: New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, and those, those for me... Uh, are my favourite bits of Star Wars, right? Yeah. And it's to do with, yes, I was a kid and, you know, yeah. all that stuff and I was learning and blah, blah, blah. But um, those films were produced by Gary Kurtz, okay? Mm. And they had a parting before Return of the Jedi yeah. because Gary Kurtz had different ideas for a much sort of darker um, vision with Return of the Jedi. And at this point... Lucas was getting persuaded, you know, about selling toys and mm. Ewoks and, you know, all of this sort of thing. And and I've always thought, and I said this, I, I still love Return of the Jedi, but I always thought there was a little bit of a drop in quality. But I think it's about the, it's the ending of a saga. Yeah. It's the yeah. ending of a thing. And it was a satisfactory ending. Don't also, get me when wrong. I, when I watched it, I think I genuinely watched the Return of the Jedi before I watched Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. Oh, no. Obviously, as a kid. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. We, did, we were poor. We could only watch it on TV. And I just remember we recorded it off TV and we had the adverts. And I can remember the adverts from the 90s. It's really lame. But it's just like, I loved it because it was cute and it was smart. You know, it was scary. But yes. It's cool. It's happy at the ending. It could be its own storyline on its own. You could take it away if you didn't watch it as a kid. Yes. Because you didn't know too much about it. Yes. But going back and watching the other ones, obviously that one, I admit, it has there's so many toy factors to it. Like, I did want to get an Ewok. I wanted a fucking toy. Yeah. I watched the cartoons in the, it was 80s or 90s. Like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. But it's just, they, it was quite innocent then. You can think about it like they wanted toys, but it was very innocent. Yeah, I mean, we, when we did, so well, we didn't have, you know, all the obviously nowadays we get all the backlash because everybody has a voice because of the internet and all this sort of thing no, which you didn't have back then was, it, but... I always say this Star Wars was made for kids and the one thing I always say about Rise of Skywalker and I remember I went to work and obviously I hadn't slept because I went to the midnight screening and we got home at five and then I went left work at six in the morning and I was dead <laughs> it's not a thing Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> but I, I have a nephew that's autistic and you know really love him but it's just I kept thinking this is a kid for, this is a film for kids mm -hmm. How are you going to explain to a child this whole storyline when the main character everyone likes is Kylo Ren and he dies? Because death is one thing, mm. but death when a person does something good and does turn like, turns yeah. to good and then like, they die. Like Darth Vader. Like, but yeah. Darth Vader was a bad character that you yeah. never saw anything. He saved his son. It's like, well, he did, he did what he had to do. But this character, he was the son of the heroes mm -hmm. from the original films and he dies. Mm -hmm. And I'm not being emo or anything like this, but it's a bit like, from a kid's perspective... I didn't think it's gonna fuck him up, but it's because I know I, I don't know his mind specifically because of his um, what he's like. But I know he has a mind that sort of everything is like why, mm. why, mm -hmm. and I knew from from thinking about how Disney works that there is no justification then and there is no justification now. I mean, they might have some continuing comics books series and whatever, but there is no justification for death in this one. Mm -hmm. For a big character, and it, it mm. kind of like it lost well, the, well, like, lost especially the from the point of view that everybody else 
was brought back from death. Yeah, yeah. so it well, really pissed me. I mean, they will probably bring about the character, but I really couldn't give seven shiny yeah. shits about it. But it just really thought, well, the, as from thinking of someone I know as a child, yeah. it's not fair. Well, you've, you've kind of hit the nail on the head there, I think, because mm. the problem, and, and I will say later in this a few things to defend... Uh, Rise of Skywalker because I know I know I I, I don't think it's perfect at all mm. but but there, it's not without merit either I think okay. but but you hit the nail on the head nothing in the Rise of Skywalker can deal with the question why that's yeah. the yeah. problem with it mm. everything you're you're sent on this which JJ is great at this sort of 80 mile an hour story mm. which you can barely keep up with and you're not nearly out of breath with but if you go back if you if you then you know do the repeat viewing and go back a second time and sort of none of it adds up none mm. of it can f- for your for your little cousin or whatever that says why or yeah. a nephew or whatever uh, that says why right mm. you can't really where, where is the first film the first trilogy and even and even the prequels mm. yeah. right if you ask why to anything, most things, apart from the Immaculate Conception maybe, yeah. but most <laughs> things yeah. are um, are explained somehow yeah. and paid off and, and, and whatever. Unfortunately, the, the Rise of Skywalker, which had things that, you know, Ryan Johnson had done and also things that J.J. had set up in the previous movie as well, mm. not all of it pays gets paid off. And the stuff that does really doesn't if you hold it under a microscope yeah. mm-hmm. bearing in mind i know we're talking about a space fantasy with wizards and all this sort of thing but it, it you know the internal logic of that universe or that galaxy doesn't doesn't add up and that's yeah. that is that is the fundamental problem and mm-hmm. i think obviously that there, there are the haters out there of um uh last jedi which yeah. which I wasn't happy with everything in Last Jedi, but at the same time, you know, I respect Ryan Johnson. In fact, Knives Out was probably one of my favourite films last year, you know, which he had total control of. Mm. Um, but my issues with that were, in a, we're getting onto the sort of woke thing that's it, that, that, that the whole of Hollywood is covered with at the mm. moment. And I think that contemporary or social politics and contemporary humour have no place oh, in a galaxy a long time ago in a galaxy yeah. far, far away. Wherever you look at it, and it's a kid's film. Yes. Yes. Because yes. you just always got back, you mean, enjoyed it as a kid. Yeah, but I mean, stuff, there's just stuff like... They are the market that yeah. they go for. Like, I didn't realise marketing strategy, it goes for the people with the most disposable income. Kids oh, yeah. and teenagers, because the parents will give them money. Well, and also, also, scary, also, like, also... They're the, they're the dumbest... They're the, sorry, they're the dumbest ones to go for. But the most well, logical. Well, I wouldn't say. But then yeah, again, the, I wouldn't say the dumbest. But they're they're, they're new they're to everything. But, but but then they're Generation X are the people uh, are the generation. We are the generation that have spent all the money on yeah because you spent on that money on the toys when you were and teenager. stuff. Yeah, you exactly. Were the generation X. And exactly. I was the generation X. Yeah. Bit so. Cooler, but yeah. Excuse me. But even this film for the Generation X, I don't think. They've done it properly. Like, no, they, like. there isn't anything. Like, I agree. There, I, yeah. there is like they. I, I don't know that even. Um, so what's the actor that played Poe? 
Oh, Oscar Isaacs. Oscar Isaacs, yeah. I mean, he wanted the character to be gay. <laughs> There's an interview on YouTube where he's like, well, he wanted it. He wanted him to be gay and have a relationship with um, Finn. Hmm. But Disney said no. <laughs> it was a really short clip, and I think it was like the end of the day when he'd done interviews, and he just says it as it is. And to be honest, to be honest, uh, you, you know, that I, but that would have been the perfect thing if they'd done that. Yeah, and then Disney because, like, well, we've got kids. Well, oh, but they have people kissing at the end. Yeah, two yeah, women. They have two women. Of course, it's women. And yeah, of course, it's, yeah. But are they? Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing no. really expected. But, no, but it's acceptable for two women to kiss, but it's nice not two dudes. Well, here's the thing. I mean, again, Star Wars despite the fact it's all about family and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But Star Wars, there's been a bit of romance in it, but it's never been about sexuality, Actually, really. Yeah. Yeah. And and it was really weird, because when you think about it, in in certainly in Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, you had this kind of love triangle of Leia, Luke and Han, oh, even, yeah. though, even though two, two of them end up to be siblings, <laughs> well, bleh, so but whatever. I think that just sort point, of comes to the unplanned, out, this comes to the, how unplanned that, the trilogy yeah, was. But, 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 but I, that we, had a, we had a fourth, fourth triangle, we had Chewie, he oh yeah, a being in his own right as well. But here's the thing as well. She could have got some rookie. It, it could it could have been interesting, perhaps you know, going back to this this um, Poe and Finn thing, mm. if there had been a some sort of triangle going on there, but with the with with the men. So you had sort of yeah. maybe Finn uh, Poe and Finn, but also I don't know Finn and Ray or something. Yeah. So yeah. Do, 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 do you know what I mean? It was, it's... Is they forced they forced a trio. So Finn, Poe, and Ray. Obviously, they're the good guys in the film. But there was, there was um, obviously in the first film they all didn't really meet up. In the second film, they were all doing the right. Oh, they thing. met right at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but they'd yeah. already met in the first film. But they cut the scene from Force Awakens and then Ryan Johnson put it back in. I don't know if that was necessary from the studio perspective or whatever. But there wasn't. They, they didn't mesh very well. I mean, no. the actors might have got along, but there was no connecting arc for the no, story. Yeah. Not. Um, I mean, she obviously got along with Finn. And apparently, like, the bit when he's sinking in the sand and he goes to her, I need to tell you something. And everyone's like, he's going to say he loves it. It's to say that he thinks he's got forces. Force, force and if she's, if she's yeah. so powerful and she's a power team, that bitch should have known that the, the dude uh, can feel. Yeah. But this is the thing. This is the thing. They don't dwell on anything. There's no time for character. Well, this is the thing. There's no, yeah. they, they keep they keep moving. They keep introducing new characters, which mm. you know, no doubt, those, those characters and the the actors doing, that portrayed the, them, they're gonna have their spin-off comic yeah, books or Boba novels Fett or whatever. Effect. But Boba Fett was the coolest character everyone liked. Yeah, and when you see the dude that played him, it's like, oh, Al, because he no, was like, that, that was the dude who played him in the re- in the, um, in the, no, the, in the special the editions. Yeah. yeah but no, the, the dude that originally played him was a, was a nerd. He was just like some guy with glasses, and he looked he, like some of that. Well, yeah, he played. He, was he, he, he the, the guy who was in the suit is the guy who grabs Leah in Empire Strikes Back when they're in Cloud City and Luke's mm. there. He's the guy who grabs Leah and is literally using her as a human shield. Yeah. That's the guy. That's the actor who plays Boba Fett. Yeah, he's but he's. But like, there is a picture of uh, what was it in when they did the special editions mm. of a really nerdy guy yeah. with glasses. That's yeah. the special yeah, that's, edition. Yeah, but the yeah. thing is that no, Boba Fett was a minor character everyone got interested in yeah. because he did a few things, and they, that's the Boba Fett effect. Yeah, they, yeah. Everyone, but they did books, they did stories. Yeah, he but the thing the, the thing is it. though, 
he had an effect on the story. Yeah. yeah. yeah so he, you're introduced to the bounty hunters, and he is the one who chases down oh. Han to Cloud City, leads leads the Empire there, and then freezes. Well, the Empire freezes Han Solo as a test for Luke Skywalker, mm. and then he takes Han Solo to Jabba the Hutt, setting up Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, None of the new characters whereas, in this don't do anything well, exactly, like that. Exactly. Unfortunately, new characters, some of which well, it's like I think... Well, they had Maz Kanata in it, and it was a bit like, why? Because uh, she needed to replace well, the scenes that Carrie Fisher couldn't do. Exactly. But the other thing that's really annoying is, yes, they have Maz Kanata in it, which is great, mm. but still doesn't explain... How she got Luke's yeah. lightsaber, which is yeah. the bit that's always bugged me. <laughs> well, the other like... thing they don't explain is <laughs> and how... how they fix Luke's lightsaber. lightsaber yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. They're, they're, and, they're... and how does she get both parts off the ship? Yeah, you know. There we go. It, so it, it's, it's yeah, yeah. I mean, it's literally, the... and and she builds her own lightsaber at the end. It's like, well, why didn't she yeah. do that in the first place? Yeah. Oh, because they're trying. They well, didn't do that because they didn't is, want to say this is Return of the Jedi, where it clearly was Return of the Jedi. Like, this is this is where super fans come in, and I've read it. So the last last shot and scene. So when you see Ray standing there with a the twin son, oh yeah. god, that yeah. is the same physical shot of her when she's facing off the, the Tie Fighter with Kylo Ren. Literally, her standing there with a the thing, her side dress blowing in the wind. Same shot. They've literally transferred it to that shot. Also. Oh, because it was a thing they thought of afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then the other thing yeah. is because like because um, these things have to rhyme. Yeah. So yes. okay. So the bit when she puts the <laughs> the lightsabers in the sand, mm-hmm. um, that wasn't in the original. That's not sand. It's just ground. It's not sand. Right. So yeah. and then there was apparently no force ghosts of any other people for that shot. Like Ben Solo wasn't in the last shot, so he might have physically been. He didn't die. And mm-hmm. then, I love this, but I read this the other day. So when he like you know, kicks his clocks and goes back down. Apparently, if it doesn't work very well, someone, someone said from a, from a physical shot, it was a, a shot going back. It's someone coming forward because she's pulling him. So they back with the shot. Yeah, I mean, there's... If there's so many... Okay, this is his fan theory, but it's true that, like, there's so many things they auto-fixed, not auto-fixed, they fixed at the end to make it Fixed work. in post, yeah. yeah. I mean, because, uh, quite a lot of the film, I would yeah. imagine. But, I do but, believe the whole thing, the last shot of her <clears> standing there, that it is the same shot because they've done the yeah, frame yeah. frame. Yeah, just, but it's absolute, it was that, that scene was just like, hey, we're going to kick yeah. you in the fucking yeah. balls because yeah. it's like, okay, so Luke was a legend mm. but yet she knows where he lives and also the fact that it's not like a shrine or anything, it's literally like it's been abandoned since New Hope so what, been like that for over 20 years? Like Even though in a, in a world where you've got Jowers that will strip anything. Yeah. You know, you literally think that they would have been in there. Yeah, they got Yeah, you think there'd be squatters there or something. They they do make it like, I don't think it's the storyline they're going for, but they do make like, uh, girl's going to stay there, she's going to live there now. And this. uh, Yeah, but. I don't, it does, I, they don't because they don't oh, I, explain why. I just he, wasn't, yeah. he wasn't born there. Leia wasn't born there. Leia had no connection no. other than her husband getting yeah. kidnapped and having killed Jabba. Yeah. And obviously, her their father Luke and Leia. When he was there, he was a slave. Their grandmother was a slave. It's not yeah. a happy place to be. It, it no, all feels. It, it all it feels just, a bit it was forced. Doesn't fucking it? awful. And, 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 just, and they were trying to go. Yeah. I, I couldn't help but think they were trying to. Do, they wanted this to be like the Casino Royale moment oh. because when he it, goes, it just well, turned out to be goes, the solo. What, what's moment. your name? <laughs> and she goes Ray, and he goes 
Ray who Skywalker. It's almost like Bond, mm. James Bond is the last words. But uh, yeah, but um, yeah. So you have random old lady come out of nowhere. Nowhere, no. Yeah, but it's just like the Imperial troop, the Imperial whatever in Solo, where he's literally like, uh, "What's your last name?" Oh, I don't have one. Yeah. Sulu. Yeah, yeah, all right. Well, that yeah, that, oh. that isn't great either. But mm. here's the thing. So, so let's let's. Let's look at this a minute. Okay, so, I want to hear what the positives are. Well, well, okay, but let's just okay. Let's talk about JJ a minute because right. JJ. I've always been a fan of of JJ, um, although he has definitely done missteps along the way, and he he does. He's getting a lot of you know they're calling him Jar Jar Abrams and stuff on on the internet. He's getting a lot of. Thing. I think he is a bit of a, a yes man that, that that sort of come in to do to to try and fix all this yeah. and. If we just look at first of all, before we get into um, this film, let's just kind of look at look at what he's his his big screen film career. So yeah. he obviously um, on the small screen he set up Lost and he did the pilot of that, and then he got Mission Impossible. So he he then handed over the reins to Damon Lindoff and Carlton Carlton Cruz to finish off Lost, right? So he yeah. went and jumped, and then he, he he went and did Mission Impossible, set up you know the Mission Impossible three, which I know is one of your favourite of the franchise, yeah. and now obviously that's very much in the um, uh, Cruz Macquarie. Um, it's, it's yeah, their they, thing moving they, forward. they've carried on that story exactly. Line. Yeah, Star Trek, um, you know, we, we we've talked on many a way in this podcast about how. Great, he set up as 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 a non Star Trek fan himself. He turned it into an action movie, yeah. and the first film was good. The second film, very bad, oh. um, Into Darkness, yeah. and then and then obviously he then handed that over. And I still think, despite it didn't do well, I thought the third the third film was way more interesting and went in a good place. So he jumps ship to Star Wars. He does The Force Awakens, which let's be honest, everybody was happy with, us included. Yeah. And he set up a lot of things in that. So he set up, you know, the Knights of Ren. Okay. Um <laughs> you, you know, he set up all of his characters. He had that really dramatic ending, right? Which yeah. obviously Ryan Johnson turned into a comedy moment and threw it over the shoulder and did all of his stuff. And Colin Trevorrow, as you said, was working on uh, episode nine, right? Everybody knows all this. So the point I'm getting to is, um, sadly, in that time, we we lost Carrie Fisher for real. Yeah, so we lost Princess Leia, who was largely going to be who this last chapter was about. about, So they were doing, you know, Force Awakens was, was Han, Last Jedi was Luke, um, yeah. And Rise of Skywalker, or then unnamed Star Wars project, was was going to be Leia. Yeah. So sadly, we lose Cat Carrie Fisher. There's nothing anybody can do about that. You know, they talked about recasting. You know, at one point there was Meryl Streep mentioned at one point to play her. They talked about doing like they did in Rogue One, the 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 sort of digital face replacement that they seem to be doing on everything now. Um, and JJ stepped in and said, look, you know, we're going to respect Carrie Fisher. So we're going to use footage of her that we'd shot for uh, Force Awakens mm. that were deleted scenes. And we're going to reverse engineer and repurpose those and redress her using CGI. But we're not going to change her performance or or her face. We're going to have her daughter 
fill in for some flashback stuff. Yeah. Billy Lord, who, by the way, if you've seen Booksmart, is a, is a really good actress. Well, she's really good in, and in American Horror, Horror Story 1984, yeah. yeah. Um, you, you know, and all that stuff. So, so, they, so he had... He had that to work with, which 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 is a problem straight away. Okay, your 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 lead character for that yeah. ninth chapter, okay, is deceased, and and we've got to use what we what we have. Okay, we have to repurpose what we've got. Mm. So you have that on one hand. On the other hand, a lot of people were unhappy with what Ryan Johnson had done. Yeah. Not that I'm saying what he d- did is bad, but well, a lot of people. A lot of the actors, the actors in the film had some issues because. I mean, not well, John I mean, Boga wasn't used really, was he? Yeah, well, I mean, know. not to say anything bad about actors, but actors are egotistical and they have their own ideas of their characters. Like, I mean, Simon mm. pointed out to me some actors, even when they're the bad guy, they see themselves as the good guy. Yeah. Or they see themselves as the main protagonist when they're like. Which you kind of right. should do, third, yeah, third in some respects. Right, which you can understand. Yeah. yeah. But I think Ryan Johnson, the way he does it with actors, you know, he obviously respects them, I think, but it's just you are part of a. You're, you're a. Yes, and no, I mean, we know Mark Hamill has well. definitely gone on record about. No, but Mark, about, Hamill, Mark uh, Hamill has said nice things about Ryan Johnson. He has. More nice things about Ryan Johnson than J.J. Abrams. Yes. J.J. Abrams didn't mm. use him right. in either film. Yeah. Uh, to, and, yeah. And, to, and to be but, fair, um, to George say, Lucas though, wasn't thing, an actor's yeah, director I mean, the main either, complaint but... against what Luke Skywalker was in The Last Jedi was that he wasn't Luke Skywalker. Yeah. He was like a... I mean, I, I enjoyed the performance, but I could see where they're coming from. Because yeah. Luke Skywalker throughout the original trilogy, you know, he was always, you know... Well, I've got an idea, and we we can do this, and he was yeah, just he was full the ray of hope, of hope. No, the yeah. new hope, yeah. literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and, and just was fucks. It is to turn back, but I mean, it, but, it but just anyway. plays into the whole yeah. um, theme of what the Last Jedi was. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so so we had that. So you had yeah. sort of you had some of JJ's loose ends to tie up that he'd set up in the first mm. film, and he did. To be fair to him as well, I don't think he was expecting to tie up no. yeah. some yeah. of his loose ends, even though him and Lawrence Kasdan had a problem. Uh, apparently written out a sort of rough story to cover yeah. the next two films you had Colin Trevorrow's ideas in there as well which apparently some were still kept you had things they had to with Chris Terrio that they yeah. had to rewrite oh, he, he's well yeah. I mean look at his track record oh, we got Batman um, yeah. Superman, Justice yeah. League well, he and won that Oscar but, yeah. for being like writer or co-writer of Argo and I haven't seen Argo Argo is an amazing film Argo yeah I know it's quite good but I probably but, haven't seen it because I don't want yeah. to see it because I know it's so good but the thing is his pedigree is like a mixture of both shit and both good we didn't do Affleck did but we? then it's like no. I've only I've, he's only done one interview and it was one of those films one of these interviews that was sort of like pushed out into the media not long after release and he's gone on record saying like he's left everything to the audience interpretation that's pissed off a lot of people because yeah. obviously I mean I like Are to be talking a... about Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. He's the he's the rise. He's left. Yeah. He, he literally, I could probably find it on Google in two seconds, or one second. Where well, it's because it doesn't add up, doesn't it? Yeah, yes. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not. Like, it's it's not been ambiguous. It's just been yeah. just leaving well, massive gaps. You can't gaps. do that to a film like this where you can't say I've left it to the interpretation. Yeah. I think it was to do with Luke Skywalker and yeah. uh, not Palpatine, Snoke. Yeah, he's, le- he's literally said, "I've left it to your audience interpretation." and no offence to Star Wars fans because I like to think we're, we're all kind of big Star Wars no, fans, we're Star Wars no, fans but yeah. we're not super freaks I yeah. mean bless us well I haven't freaks. read lots of the experience. I, I stuff, enjoy it from an know. outside perspective where yeah. I observe what they're doing and I'm like damn I'm not that I, I kind of 
go off and do my own thing. But there are people out there who well, are, yeah. the, as are the people that just don't do anything but. Yeah. And they're super mad at it. These are the people. As Shatner that would say, get a life. Get a life. Yeah. But it's just like, there are people like. I mean, I don't know if you read about it, and I thought it's quite endearing how they've done it. So they were so pissed off that Ben Solo, the character, was killed off. Mm-hmm. They've gone and raised money for charity, for Adam's Driver Charity. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I they, thought you were going to say they started a petition to, to, oh, to, to do the remake, remake, remake the sky, uh, Rise yeah, of Skywalker. But they've done, they've, there is things they've, they've, they've gone to the positive route. They've done good things. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's just the thing. I, but, I want but, to hear what the positives well, are. What are the positives? Here's the thing. We can't find it. So, yeah. so, so JJ is, is, is left with this task of trying to somewhat sort of course correct things um, to not only tie up this trilogy, but to tie up the entire saga. Which nobody yeah. asked him to. No, no, but, you know, he's, and he didn't but, do but, it. but but also, but also, um, uh, they want to introduce. New toys, you know, new characters, new mm. toys. Um, Bob Iger has a say in this. Kathleen Kennedy has a say in this and certain agendas that, you know, Don't she say wants it to me to because push. she's a woman that I'm going to like her now. Mm? Don't say, say it to me like she's a woman, I'm going to like her now. What do you mean? Well, it's just like there's this thing now where everyone, I've spoken to people even in normal life where they push women at me that I'm going to like them because of women and their bed. No, 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 I'm not pushing. No, 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 I'm just trying to state some saying facts that here. I'm not pushing them. It's, it's, just, it's <laughs> just saying that these... Sorry, these, the these way the, you were pushing. Oh, no, 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 sorry. What I'm... he's trying to say is is there were so many cooks. Yeah. Yes, there were, there, there were a lot right, of cooks. So, yeah. There was a lot of things it's, on the agenda. not the agenda. Here's, here's the, here's the, here's the <laughs> other thing. And, and, and what JJ does deliver well, and let's just go back, first of all, to some of the things that people liked about um, Force, uh, Force Awakens yeah. was the fact that the criticisms of the prequels were it had become a very CGI fest and nothing looked real and, y- y- you know, it was all fake environments and characters and costumes and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Whereas J.J. went back to, like he did with Star Trek as well, back to shooting it on, on film and old schools of filmmaking and mixing... Back to basics, right? And I think you see that a lot in this film as well, uh, in terms of how it's how it's shot and and the action sequences, what he's really good at is, you know, the first bit of it you do sort of it does take your breath away because there's a lot happening and it's jumping all over the place and all this sort of thing. What it's doing that isn't good though, as we've already said, is it's it's setting up something, but then it's taking it away two scenes later. Now mm. I have to say the Chewy dying. Thing which I believe happened in the expanded universe legends yeah, anyway, many right? Years, many years, yeah. Later. And yeah. also, even even when I was a kid, I used to write Star Wars stories, and I actually did write a story, a post Jedi story where Chewie dies, unfortunately. Aww. And I loved the character. But what what I'll say is that, and and, and also the good things, Chewie has something to do in this film, significant, which. Mm was missing, I think, definitely from Last Jedi. And the same with C-3PO in, in the last several movies. You, you know, other than being a little bit of comic relief, in terms of the story, bearing in mind that the whole saga started with 3PO and R2. I do yeah. have this thing, though. JJ seems to hate R2-D2. He does. Because yeah. he created BB-8, obviously. I see but R2, in Force Awakens... Is is under a cloth in the corner because he'd do shut down since Luke um, went missing and only comes alive at the end to to put together the map with BB-8. Mm-hmm. And in this film, 
yeah, R2, I know he's got to stay and look after Leia or whatever, but again, he yeah. doesn't go on the adventure with C3PO. I can't even remember kind of... R2 being in The Last Jedi. Oh, he, well, had he, one, showed, he, he showed the hologram. Yeah. He, he, he guilt yeah, trips Luke with helping everyone. I don't know if that's Kenobi, to do but... with, like, is it being respectable for Kenny Baker? Because oh, we love Kenny Baker. Well, I don't know. But, no. his... but it's just the whole thing, like, um, it's, it's... I think I mean... it's also another but, thing. But, but, it's, an, it's another thing to do with, um, I think, the rights. I think they... they oh, they... for George Lucas. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think... Yeah, go to why... Galaxy's Edge. You know, exp... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they... I don't know. We we don't know. The rumor is, and it's just a rumor, that Lucas still owns the rights to the original characters. He doesn't own the rights to Star Wars, but mm. to the original characters. Something. It like sounds. That. I don't know. I, it's well, he had, he had, he legal, had legal things. stipulations that that's why Catherine Kennedy was put in. He had legal stipulations yeah. that said. But there's there's a reason why all the sort of legacy characters have been killed off. Mm-hmm. So they killed off Han, they killed off Luke, and they killed off Leia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's because... They weren't because... intentionally going to kill off Leia, Leia until ever, because it's just Carrie Fisher died. Yeah. I know. Well, but I know, I but... They wouldn't have killed well, I also, think they would have. And also, I think they, they would have. I don't think they would have done like, it I mean, so like stupidly. If Carrie Fisher was alive, she would have given some bad off send-off for a character. I hope she, yes. I would like to she think so, yeah. I, I, this this is the thing. They did miss an opportunity when in Last Jedi... They they missed a, a great opportunity to kill her off. We would not have gotten Mary Poppins. Yeah, I mean, I, like, okay. I mean, there's there's so many ideas I'd like to I've I would have really liked because you mentioned the Knights of Ren. Yeah, and it's well, only now. Yeah, and I've because I can get it on bloody Kindle for like a pound. I've read the, the comic versions of Knights of Ren and whatever. Oh, they've all got biographies and yeah, everything, every one like, of them. It's but like, damn, these characters they're wasted. Really Absolutely really cool. wasted. But they yeah. were totally wasted. I mean, yeah. again, but they're there to like, sell action yeah. figures, but. Yeah. Um, it's like we're gonna we're gonna see. They didn't the do event. anything. No, they they didn't just do. They, they, they I but, mean, they literally. You thought they were a band of fallen Jedi. Right. Yeah. They were have been from the academy. Yeah. yeah and they, but, they they none of them have lightsabers. They right. all have like axes and you know, it'll, you know they literally yeah. are knights. And Ben Solo kicks their asses very easily. Yeah. yeah. Very easily. But, but, but here's the thing. So. Um, and by the way, you know, everybody talks, and rightly so, with great respect about the fact that we lost Carrie Fisher between yeah. the films. We yeah. did also lose Peter Mayhew, yes, who yeah. was the Chewbacca. Yeah. But the thing is, and... I, I do like the actor that's taken over. Oh, he's done he's a great job. such a sweet guy. Yeah, he's yeah. Literally, apparently, he spent like, I don't know, like a month living with Peter Mayhew and his family, with his yeah. family. Yeah. And because like Peter Mayhew, he didn't do much after, but he yeah. embraced the whole world of it. He became yes, an American yeah. citizen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Moved in a ranch in America, and he would go to all the comic cons. Yeah, he was a bit like um, what's the guy that played Darth Vader? Dave Price. Yeah, yeah Dave Price. Very similar. That's yeah. how they they made their living, and yeah. he was just like he was just so grateful to have a job because yeah. And also yeah. the but, he was originally he was like a a, a stand-in for Peter May when he couldn't for, do the physical yeah, for the stuff. Force yeah. Peter and May stuff. said he's gonna. Yeah. Over. He gave him his well, well, here's the thing. So, in terms of good things, you know, Chewie. Um, I actually think it would have been a really powerful choice if they had Gilded killed him, off, even though yeah. he's a beloved character. I think so wrong. as well. But yeah. I think that would have been more powerful. But regardless, Chewie had stuff to do in this film, which was mm. great. 
3PO, I mean, Anthony Daniels must be loving this because this has been yeah. a great film. But again, but again, Anthony Daniels got his biography out at the moment. Yeah, like all these well, years. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. How coincidental! But again, something that they set up there that was very interesting that they then dumped was the fact that it's like, oh, you know, the consequence. This is the thing. There's not much yeah. consequence to it. We have to wipe his memory, but he's going to take one last look at his friends and they do it so they can unravel yet another mystery box yeah. game hunt thing going on here, yeah. right? Which they do, but then sadly, again, like everything else, shortly thereafter, they, they have a few jokes with it, like, oh, you're my longest friend, and, uh, you know, to that little character that, that does... Um, I've forgotten his name now. God, my... my Dio? Ter- Dio. No, no, well, there's Dio, but who's the little BBA? thing that that wipes his memory? Oh, no, no, the, no the, the little the little puppet. Oh, little, Bubba Fink. Bubba Fink? Yeah. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Oh, you, you know, another toy. You're, you're my... You're, yeah. yeah, exactly, another toy. But you have my... You're my oldest friend and all this they have that but then of course somehow R2 you know we find out has been backing 3PO well, up this they, whole they, time they said that he was and, backing uh, it up but he didn't they weren't sure if the backups got it was, was just gonna, yeah it was but, a bit but, well, I think for a I, moment I kind of thought they might really because okay let's say this, they, they keep saying they're connected to nine films I thought C3PO and R2 were the main connection well they yes, were they, they, they were they, they, he would have remembered they, oh, no, no. He would remember no, they I had, know they wiped him, yeah, yeah. but because of some sort of flaw... At the end of three, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. That would be interesting. It could have been interesting. No, then, but, then it would have been a super... But, I mean, they are yeah, literally the, the characters so that things, have been I mean, through I'm the thinking, whole trilogy. I'm thinking from a, a writing perspective, films. not I'm a, yeah. a major writer, but there was so much stuff they could have done from the latest perspective, like, from that part... Yeah, I mean, but like they the didn't ending, care. The that's that's that's. Well, I think okay. this is what it all comes down well, to. The is they didn't was like, care. It was okay. it was just a, a it was like a corporate shell. But it's like the whole like it's just... called the rise of Skywalker, and the only bloody, you know, biological Skywalker, you know, snuffed it. Yeah. Really lamely, like God damn, he fucking snuffed it, and then we had this girl that came came from nowhere. It's like, a Palpatine. No, but basically, she sort of like identity stole someone's name. Yeah, I know she's catfishing probably somewhere. But it's like she she was the enemy that's but, won now. But no, she's not the enemy. But she used to have Palpatine that won. It's, it doesn't make <clears throat> sense. No, it doesn't. No, no. But it I mean, doesn't. Okay, sorry. But, no, sorry. Can but, I just but can I just say one? Sorry, yeah. I just want to say one thing about the whole C three PO thing because <laughs> no, but because what pissed me off about that was the fact that in the advertising. They played it as if this was it. He was going to sacrifice his life. You know, the whole, I'm looking at my friends for one last time. Yeah, and yeah. the music playing underneath it's well, you, sad. You, yeah. And you... Well, and, and, and I was manipulating the audience. And I'm thinking, they're not going to do... I mean, they're not going to kill him off. Well, you, you, you were like... Okay, so when I saw all these, they were releasing major major clips mm-hmm. simultaneously every day for the first week before it was released oh, yeah they released the first See, I, five I avoided yes. everything. And you were like just... you didn't like that and I'm like no no I'm cool with that I'm cool because it's mm. you know I, I well, it's, it's a sign I'm of a that it's a sign that the the and studio I, I has no faith had, in the film I'm not like a big follower of things like this but I thought I'm cool I want to see this film I'm already biased but I would I never want to see this film again no <laughs> it's okay. like I don't because there's so much wrong with it and like there so is a much... lot wrong with it I agree but then I... it's scary those people saying I've seen it five times well I've seen it twice yeah. I saw it a second time and so I have to say it, did you see it for free though uh, I did both yep. times I'm lucky yeah uh, I'm, I know I'm privileged there but um, <laughs> uh, it has to be with something 
Um, but anyway, um, no, so I, I have to say the second time I found it way more enjoyable because I just, because I'd already picked it to bits in my head. I just went with the ride. Right. And, and, and this, is, this is what JJ is good at, is in terms of exciting action sequences and whatever really uh, yeah i actually think the film had, the the, no, the fact the fact that it the fact that it relied on ridiculous consequences uh, oh sorry ridiculous coincidences throughout and no con- consequences is 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 the bad yeah. stuff but and there's um, no threat at all but i just you just you didn't that was the thing there was no suspense you didn't feel that well, anybody was in danger at all well, because every, obviously everybody can be brought He's back like to life now. Ride. Like, you get yeah. excited and yeah. you fucking, it's over. That's yeah. all I can think of, JJ. But there is no, like, no suspense, there's nothing to it. Yeah, there's no meat it. to it. Yeah. No. no, I agree. And, and here's, here's the thing then. I mean, my, my disappointment with it, okay, when I saw it, and it was massive disappointment after the first How screening. How was the audience that you were with? Right, the, um, you, you, I don't. I can't imagine the audience. They, they, that they, everybody was excited before. I mean, there was a real buzz, and when JJ and Kathleen Kennedy and Anthony Daniels and whatever came out, and Billy D. Williams, there was lot, there was lots of cheering and whooping and all this, and everybody was really, you know. And obviously, there was the goosebumps when a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and Star Wars comes out. Then we start reading, <laughs> reading the nonsense in the scroll, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and and obviously it really jumps around at the beginning, like that mm. whole so JJ that whole Millennium Falcon yeah. jump, which I'm I'm not sure I I, I really I liked. I would like them but... to blow up the Millennium Falcon as sort of sort of. Well, well they destroyed it several times and then repaired it so quickly. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, but, and you know you get, um, but yeah the audience were um, I've sort of lost my track. Yeah the, yeah the audience were kind of <laughs> kind of lukewarm. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right. So. I've already, you know, talked extensively on previous podcasts. I won't go over it all again as to why Star Wars is so important to me and blah, blah, blah. Uh, But I grew up with Star Wars from a very young age and all this, right? Iron Man and Black Widow and Captain America. I was aware of all of... I was aware of them as a kid, but I didn't really read any of those comics or watch anything it wasn't until the mcu that i i sort of really came to know those characters obviously i would seen a few of the crappy captain america films in the 80s and <laughs> 90s but you know um and i wanted what i wanted because again there's many films last year that we haven't talked about we haven't yeah. done podcasts on and you know the list is is endless you know, mm. of, of things you know from you us to podcasts. from us to um, <laughs> Avengers and whatever. But I wanted because this was the sort of wrapping up, right? Mm. I wanted to feel like I felt after Avengers Endgame, right? Avengers Endgame made me laugh. It mm. made me cheer. It made me cry. Okay, mm. and when I came out, the three hours of that film. Flew by, and when I came out, I was really satisfied. I thought, you know what? The last 11 years and 23 movies, um, this, 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 this is this is this is (laughs) that I've bought bought Blu rays and DVDs and all sorts, but yeah, you know, this this has paid off, and it's in my opinion, it delivered, Mm. and, 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 and I was moved by it, and I thought, wow. What a cinematic accomplishment, right? Mm. Now, obviously, with Star Wars, we're talking about, what, 11 movies over a 42-year period with, you know, much bigger gaps and all this. Mm. But 
I wanted to feel like that at the mm. end, and sadly I didn't. And I mm. think, apart from the nonsensical plot points and not everything being paid off, the other problem was I didn't... I have nothing against the actors, but these characters, you know, so the, the main four now, which is, you know, uh, Poe, Ray, Finn and Kylo, right? Or Ben, whatever you want to call him, right? But those those four primary characters. Um, I guess they, they didn't feel... Nothing felt earned and yeah. nothing felt particularly at stake at any point and it was funny because when I watched it certainly the second time I noticed because obviously Disney owned Marvel as well so we're yeah. talking about the big Disney for both of these these franchise and that they're, they're all the ends of sagas it's a big deal, whether it? it's the Infinity Saga or the Skywalker Saga um, but My, oh, sorry, I've lost, I completely <laughs> lost my train of thought. Shit. You noticed about Skywalk, the end of Skywalk. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. I, I noticed two things. Two things that they absolutely tried to, and it's almost like because of the success of of Avengers Endgame, they tried to do exactly the same thing. The first one is the uh, sorry spoilers galore here, but <laughs> in Endgame, which I'm sure everybody is listening to this, if if they're even still listening, of <laughs> seen. But you know, but you but you have the whole on your left, yeah, yeah, and and the portals open and all yeah. the heroes come through, and you have that wonderful Alan Silvestri score, and all of the uh, different superheroes come out mm. to face off um, Thanos and whatever, right? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They tried to do the same thing with the whole um, Millennium Falcon in the middle of the battle. Uh, and, and oh my God, you know, there's all these Star Destroyers and we're outnumbered. And then suddenly Lando crackles through and says, not on your left, but kind of look behind oh, or whatever yeah. it is. And suddenly that... you've got the screen filled with starships, right? But it... But it didn't. It didn't have nearly this. Even though John Williams has an amazing score, and that's one of the highlights of the um, uh, Rise of Skywalker, is John Williams' music as always is um, mm. incredible. But then, what also made me laugh is you've got Thanos and Tony Stark, right, right at the end, the last bit mm -hmm. when they're battling, and mm. and Thanos goes to snap his finger, and he goes. I am inevitable, and then you know Tony Stark goes, and I am Iron Man, and does the snap. Yeah. They had Palpatine blasting the Force rays at um, oh, at right. Ray with the two cross lightsabers, and yeah. he goes, "I am all of the the the, the, the Sith, Sith yeah. or something," and, and she, she goes, goes "And I am all of the Jedi," and then pushes pushes back. And and what I don't get is why didn't he just, just stop? stop? Yeah. firing the thing yeah. and, but you, you again, think but he again, might have learned before because Mace Windu did the same thing to him it, you know yeah. years before he yeah. might have learned a bit but the yeah. thing is like, it's like going, going back to it everything in Marvel was earned yes you sat through yes. this you knew the character you okay I, I, I haven't read any of the Marvel new universe because again it's not canon but they have the film ver the, film, the MCU yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, and then they have the Marvel. comic. Yeah. yeah, well, I only know and the I MCU. Actually, I actually think don't they've, know done, any of the they've stuff. done that so well, how they've collectively done it, because they, they understand how it all works. Because mm. there's different eras of Marvel, so I'm going to nerd out. So you have all the the old Marvel, 
they had from was 60s, 70s, 80s, well, 60s, 70s, and 80s. Then the 90s and 2000s. The 2000s got dark. Yeah. And it got very strange. Got kind of gay. Got really weird. But that was that. Was and what's then. happening to movies now? I know. Yeah. Like yeah. Going that way. Yeah. But they they really understood what to cherry pick, and like they did it very well with Captain America. And like I, I remember when the first Captain America film came out, that was really like, oh shit! I really didn't give two shiny fucks about it because it was, it Captain America to my mind as an English person, was just very, you know, cliched. Oh right, very really very well. flag waving, patriotic. Yeah, yeah, it just seemed yeah. so wrong. But then you learnt the character, all his troubles and tri- strifes, and what he went through. I didn't mm-hmm. read it. I've not read any of the new comics, and even people said to me it's not worth reading because it's just. Again, they've cherry picked it, and then but in the films, you, everything you knew about the characters, you knew from the films. You didn't have to research it. You mm-hmm. didn't have to know about it. No. Where like the new stuff. And also, and, and also, Chris Evans, you know, gave a wonderful performance. I think I mean, through also, those movies. It's also a testament to Kevin Feige. Kevin yes. Feige, he he made mistakes in some of the films, like in Iron Man Two. What's okay? The worst Marvel film, Iron Man Two. And Thor: The Dark World. Thor: The Dark yeah. World. But that's where they kind of dropped. They dropped the ball, and yeah. they were like, "Okay, we don't know what to do," because they always had these characters yeah, I mean, in mind for yeah. the Avengers. Yeah. yeah, I think with Iron Man two, they didn't know what to do it. The problem with four two was that they were just trying to tie. And they it changed in. director as well, didn't they, from well, Paddy Jenkins? Yeah, but the director yeah. is again, it's a, it's a whole round of The directors that do oh. the films that are off off kill yeah. are good directors but they're their own directors like, like the James Guns and the and the yeah. yeah and the Russo brothers and. Favreau, at, yeah. right yeah. at the beginning, yeah. Because so, they, yeah. they kind of, they're their own directors, they're not yes, okay, Ryan, no, sorry. Ryan Johnson's not a yes man, JJM is a yes man. He is, yeah. Absolutely yeah. not, I'll suck your dick man. He's, sorry, it's just, he's, he's the way he is, he's just, I mean, I've said this before, there's directors that make a film that don't apologise for the film they made, they're like, this is my film, you know, I'm sorry about this, but this is my film, where he will apologise explicitly for whatever the people don't like, he will appease people. And it doesn't, it, I don't know if it's his personality or if he's trying to please everyone, but he apologises well, for dark, Into f- Darkness. He's actually gone online and said, I'm, I'm sorry about Into Darkness and this, this, this. Just stick by your guns. You make something bad, you make something good. Don't apologise saying, yeah, I did it. Yeah. And then you, you learn yeah, from but I mean, again. again. He I keeps think, doing the same well, thing. Well, he does, because he goes for what's what the audience wants. I mean, there, there are things in... Like Into Darkness and Rise of Skywalker. And Super 8. I don't know about the Super 8 one, but mm. these two examples I'm going to give is that... Um, so, in Into Darkness, they've captured uh, Khan, which they don't know is Khan, and at this point, the characters in don't the film who he is. don't know who he is, no. and he goes, I'm Khan. Yeah. And they act as if that means something to them mm. when it only means something to the audience. But don't you mean the They didn't say he was calm. No, no they were doing they, the... Yeah, like, but, they kept but, saying in interviews, But the point calm? is oh, no, being that this, in the story, it's it's something that the characters don't know. It doesn't mean anything to the characters. It only means something to the audience. Mm. But that annoys the audience because it's like, well, why are they acting like they know who he is? And then you get the whole thing in Rise of Skywalker where at the end Chewbacca's given a medal. Mm. And there's no time throughout the whole film By where, Chew- yeah, yeah. where Chewbacca goes, I never got a medal. I should have got a medal mm. back in New Hope. 
It was just something for the fans. Because they all moaned about him not getting. But that was. Like I always issue. assumed that he did though, and she just did. You just didn't, didn't see her it. put yeah. it on him. Mm. You know. <laughs> that was... Well, I just kind of thought because he was co-pilot. I mean, I was. It's very logical, like how I thought as a child. He was co-pilot. Yeah. And it wasn't like, and because I don't yeah. know, it wasn't, it didn't matter. You know, there is a fan cut of New Hope called Star Wars Revisited, and they've cut it that Chewie actually does get the medal because they, they've, they've basically repeated a bit of Carrie Fisher's action and then they CG'd the medal in around the, the Wookiee's neck. They've done it in silence. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah it's yeah, really yeah. weird, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, like, yeah. without William's score. Yeah. yeah, but but no, um, but. but you know that that was that was what disappointed me was I wanted to feel like I felt yeah. earlier in the year about because mm. um, seriously I really wanted us to do an Avengers Endgame it's, it's funny, uh, podcast because I couldn't believe what a success that whole what they pulled off was mm. was unprecedented you know the, over this they, eleven they, years they can't do it again no then no. they won't repeat they will, that no they no. will try they're trying oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they but no, can't but again. All those directors on though, those films or, and, and the writers and all the people involved and, and even the actors, you know, they, they all had their own input and their own voice. Mm. But obviously Kevin Feige, um, you know, not saying he's perfect, but he, he did yeah. kind of keep that ship taught. He, he got rid of directors when he needed to, if, if yeah. it got to that, you know, and, and they kept that vision and they, and they delivered on it, even though I don't like necessarily like all of the films in the in the franchise you know yeah. it delivered and it paid off and every everything was earned everything was set up everything worked with 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 star wars we haven't you know george george had his ideas you know the first the first tri- the original trilogy was great the prequel trilogy it, it you know despite things people didn't like about it it had it had the guidance. Okay, it, it had more of a yes man producer. It's not about the fact no, that but... it made money, but like it's it's. I'm gonna like feel like I'm punching myself in the gut for saying this, but the prequels, there was a story. Yes, there yes. was a linear story. So yeah. you had the like the full oh, from the stuff yeah, from the. We we'll definitely agree with you on that. Yeah. it's like yeah. so even. The, <laughs> even though talking, we didn't talking, really want to hear that story, it was about, there. <laughs> talking to my brother-in-law about the Avengers um, the, the Seth Sith. Sith. It's a Reven- oh, I, I, I want to see Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, <laughs> McFarlane. <laughs> That's gonna be bad. Yeah. No, but that film, like him and talking about when he saw it with his kids, he was like, "That was quite dark." And like, "That's not fucking dark." But then you have to no, but it was dark it for was a like well, yeah. it was dark. It, 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 yeah. yeah. it does bring you back to yeah. the thing mentally. Always think about the um, the legacy saver, Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah, like, that shit killed younglings. That shit did some bad shit. Yeah. Why the hell are you giving it? Why is it calling to people? That is that is like some bad juju. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, I wish we'd... I, I still wish it we wasn't... knew when his, when Luke's hand got cut off at Bespin and it fell through Cloud City. And how, made... how, how 40 years later it ends up in yeah. Maz's box of things and we but didn't know that. And so, people say, well, so what? It doesn't matter. And like, yes, I'm magic. sure there's yeah, going to be... Magic. I'm sure Keep there's moving. going to be a novel yeah. Yeah. or there's going to be a yeah. shitload of... No, it's just, it's um, just space things, magic. But, but I don't know in the, legend, the Legends non-canon universe how they use that... The hand, hand to, to make... Not Luke. Luke. Okay. Oh, right. This, this mm. is from the Heir to the Empire. Which is actually trilogy. like... Oh, right. It makes sense. Well, yeah. it's, it's really funny on YouTube. YouTube is amazing. It does suggest the strangest things. So some, some dude somewhere in America 
He's made the he's, he's basically making chapter by chapter of Air Sea Empire using computer graphics of the oh, characters. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow! Okay. And it's it's quite well done. It obviously it's the dead eyes and looking really mm. stiff. Because really that's where it all the it's, apart from Splinter of the Mind's Eye, that's really where the whole yeah, extended well, the universe is, started, yeah. kind of, wasn't it? They've kind of kept the courtship of Princess Leia. The sto- the, it was like a year before the Air Sea Empire. They've kind of kept what is it the the, the witches oh yes planet. yeah well again they they, they cherry pick they well, cherry also pick they stuff, cherry yeah. pick some bits from dark empire yeah. into this right yes like the whole cloning yes yeah. stuff yeah. but again well, it's, like, it's really well that's really well again they the, haven't the, explained that they're no, going they to be more books about it. so in in sorry people that read it um dark Air sea empire dark, dark empire dark empire. Dumb, dark empire luke after facing luke his twin goes a bit of do lally and um he turns to dark side momentarily Leia saves him, and he basically turns to Dark Side, becomes the apprentice of the clone of Palpatine, um, in Dark Empire Two, and right. it's all done in comic form, isn't it? So yes. They never yes. Really yeah, that was a, a dark horse, and and yeah. they yeah. did they did actually make an audio drama of it as yeah. well, not Which quite to the quality of the original mm. audio dramas, but still very good. Yeah. Yeah, and then they, you know, Leia turns him back to Dark Side, and I think Anakin, her second light side. second light, whatever, turns the light side. Because uh, she has Anakin Skywalker, she names Anakin Solo. She names that child to help Luke. Yeah. Like this is, you know, you you can't. It's it's all very sweet and very nicely done, but then it's like that was such a good arc because the character. I mean, that was so well done. Like the character yeah. turns the dark side momentarily. Oh, but they yeah. don't do it very well. Can I? This can one. I just say yeah? Because so Ben Solo's turn to the light side. It it, it was very. Batman v Superman. It I, it just reminded like me Martha. of Martha. It did. <laughs> it was literally Leia on her deathbed going Ben, mm. and it's kind of that's where it yeah, started. Right. I know Ray then stabs him and then goes, "Oh, what have I done? I'll heal him." And then mm. they had Harrison Ford because they couldn't have Carrie Fisher, I guess, for yeah. that, uh, that yeah. scene. But here's the other thing, which I think. Um, the rise of Skywalker would have benefited from is we talk about Avengers Endgame that was just under or about three hours long yeah so I had about an extra 40 minutes 45 minutes of storytelling time the rise of Skywalker felt very rushed to me even if it had the extra because I could Um, there's the JJ cut and the Lucas cut right (laughs) I don't think it would have helped. Yeah. I would have fallen asleep or at least buggered off to the toilet a few I, times. I mean, I, I wasn't, you know, I'm not convinced by how the Empress survived. I'm not convinced no, by not how convinced these by Star Destroyers with Death Star lasers yeah. uh, and were, yeah, were built. Only um, one of them actually went off and did something while the rest of them just hung know, they, out there. They, they basically and I don't get his plan either. It's even worse than Luke's plan to rescue Han yeah. <laughs> in Jedi. When they destroyed the actual uh, so-called Star Destroyer that had... the con- it, it's, it's all very convoluted, so they destroyed that one that had the mechanism that connected them all together... Oh yeah, they like, had this stupid thing this is where like they could fan fiction minimal thinking. Oh. It was very lame tactic. Can, can, well, let's, they let's, had the let's, horses let's, riding on the yeah, on the outside. Yeah, horses, well, yeah. Let's, let's, let's let's just sort of just say what this uh, MacGuffin is. This uh, thing that they have to destroy. So it's a tower, a communi- communications tower that um, 
because these star destroyers can't leave orbit without being told which way is up. Literally, <laughs> they literally don't know which way is up. It's nothing to do with the um, nebula or whatever that's this hiding the uh, the planet. It's just the fact that they don't know which way is up. Mm. And so if they destroy that, then the Star Destroyers will not know which way is up. And so and they, they can just pick them off. They knew this. It's like, dude, you left there from a while ago. They, and this is a different kind of yeah. beast. How can you know that? Yeah, this is the, the final order. Yeah. And it does piss me off about Hux, the way they, they shot oh. Donald Gleeson. Because it's like, this dude is a good actor. Yeah. Wow. But then, okay. but then I, I, again, it's again it's kind of like... I didn't like the fact he was turned into a buffoon yeah, in Last like, Jedi. Yeah, and like and that, again... Because that was, that was the character they played because... Well, he was no, because... Gonna, he was always going to have that antagonistic... Maybe, but it was. But the thing was, they did turn him into a complete dumbass in Last Jedi. The whole mama joke... Him being held on the line, that. but it was. But I, I must admit that was, that was so that was, jarring. It was so awful in a Star Wars thing. film. That's why I thought yeah. the next one they do because he was going to be like, "Oh fuck you, bitches! I'm going to be the badass bastard that his father was." Yeah, and, but they didn't. They and then they he didn't. was going to be the one that made I, I, every, made the lot. Yeah, the force. Yeah, the first order be as horrible and bombastic as it was, because he was maniacal and he. I think I said it in the podcast before, but he came from. Like, imagine pe- the, the children of the Nazis. You grew up in that, and then you carried on yeah. into the future with that. That was right. kind of his character, where he'd grown up believing everything that they said and went forward with it with power and conviction. And then because he had no... Well, he had Carlo Ren as his leader, who was a bit of a bitch, you know, wasn't going to really tell him anything, because he's always... Because that's the thing someone pointed out on YouTube. When you look at Carlo Ren, the character, and even now they're explaining, he's not... He, he hasn't done anything bad and they've done that on purpose like, like well, name me one bad thing he's done he killed his dad he killed his dad <laughs> yeah, that, he killed that, all that those people that was a um, you know, what, who did he kill he didn't kill they oh yeah he, he has he killed people in the village but then he's like oh no but he didn't do it It's this, this is what? how they played it I'm, I'm not no, saying this. No, no, like, I know. It's, it makes no sense because he clearly back, does. I mean, God, and, and, and he clearly him. kills um, the villagers in Force Max Awakens. von Sydow at the, at yeah. the beginning of and Force Awakens. The but they're like, no, he he did that to prove. But the, it's, this uh, is the one they they're literally making this character like, yeah, it's that bad. Oh, God, but that's that's the crazy thing because yeah. his character wasn't supposed to die because he was meant to come uh, back to the light. And, uh, I'm getting depressed talking about this yeah, now. Yeah, but that's it's the just thing. My, my, they, my, my, this, I'm, I'm, I'm getting back into the position I was watching the film. My brain well, just went... Because it kind of does affect you for a few days after because yeah. you kind of like, well, This is what? depressing, what? yeah. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't add up to the scrutiny. It doesn't... It, you know, if you want to leave your brain at the door, the film is quite a fun journey, quite a fun ride. It's got a wonderful score by Williams. You know, it, 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 it's... The visual effects are good, you know, even mm. even though oversaturated with number of ships and stuff like that. Mm. Um, y- you know, but it, like you said, you put it under a microscope and it does, it makes your head hurt because yeah. we don't really understand what Palpatine's plan was. Um, that doesn't make any sense. Ky- Kylo Ren, I presume he puts his mask back together not to sell more action figures with red squiggly lines on the mask Mm. but also because the intention was to join back with the knights of wren but then we didn't really have the knights of wren 
I do think, anything. I think a, a lot um, of these decisions were just like "fuck you, Ryan Johnson." It, it, it just it just seemed like the, the, a lot of the decisions that Ryan Johnson made. It was you know uh, JJ going well. I didn't like what you did with my series, uh, so I'm repairing them. Hence, the repairing like, of the helmet and stuff like that. There's nothing I said before about um, Rose Seacoe. chimpanzee. But him mm. saying that he really was grateful to have that character, she only had, like, was it two they and didn't a half use minutes? I'm, I'm really disappointed that Rose didn't get more, well, actually. Well, she got more on because, the extended... Well, JJ I, again, yeah. because, because the thing is there, one of the things I had a problem with, it really annoyed me, again, because I hear... I guess it's part, partly green-eyed monster, partly envy or whatever here, but I hear that the reason Dominic Monaghan was in the film mm. was because he basically asked JJ if he could be in Star Wars. Bearing in mind, JJ's got Peg and Greg Gunberg and all these other mates and Kerry Russell yeah. in this one, even though we don't see her, mm. and all this sort of stuff. Um, but apparently he wanted to be in it, because let's be honest, since Lost, what the hell has Dominic Monaghan done, oh, yeah. right? He was um, in an M video. And, well, there you go. And 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 apparently the the what happened was, they they betted on some sort of ball game or something in in the states, you know, one of the series. And and JJ said, if you win, I'll put you in Star Wars. And apparently, Dominic won, so they 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 created this character and stuck him in. Mm. And I was kind of really annoyed because that is absolutely what Rose could have been doing. You know, yeah. if she had to stay at the base, which she clearly did, mm. she could have been, she could have had those lines and not have this character. So I was kind of annoyed because most of the new characters they introduced were interesting, even though they didn't use them. Like the, I, I think one of the things they definitely dropped the, the thread with was the, um, the, the, the woman stormtrooper that... Uh, Finn spoke to the one that that, that Lando oh, hit on at right, the end. Yeah. yeah. No, I actually think that that was a really interesting character that no yeah. doubt they will do in a comic book or a well, or a spin-off series or something. Yeah. But then he was hitting on her. Oh, he was hitting on her. You, you wait until they release whatever. Right. Oh. She's his long well, well, but, 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 but again, but I wish is, they'd made more of that. I wish they. I wish they. The end of the day, done something. Well, her character's supposed to be like Finn. That she yeah, was, that she was a stormtrooper. That and it's really crazy because his character after the Last Jedi, he was meant to see like this is what I need to do because there's more people like me. And the son of really, the, well, yeah, because it was the whole thing like he realized he was going to kill himself. He was going to yeah, drive was, that skiff no, into the was, bit giant laser. But you kind of saw that he oh. he changed his mind. He was going to okay, he even just, him trying decided to kill himself, become a rebel. Yeah, but the yeah. thing is, like you know, there was the, like. The next new hope, because this galaxy is fucked. Um, about you know, finding fucked. other people, because he had to realise that he wasn't the only person. Yeah. Because you have to think like then this one introduced because that they made me wonder because even though the stormtroopers can't shoot for shit, at least they're people. And it's again the thing like, I always think about when they kill all the um, people at the end at the Rise of Skull. How many people did they kill in those Death Stars, and how many people just basically got killed? Again, it's very, you know, murder ho and death ho mm -hmm. about people dying, which is really sick. And this is like Disney. It's like murder by numbers. Yeah. It's just but, really, 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 uh, really horrible when you think of it. And I know, but then you it. can say that about 
all the Star Wars films. I mean, how how many people were killed on the, the original one, it, Death this Star? This one was made to feel like it was more, and mm. it was. It did feel like more. But then it was so ridiculous that it just. Mm. I never thought it was like that. I mean, it just. It was so. Well, again, dumb. I, I saw. Um, and you I think they appeared. Things. I think they appeared Sorry? just for a few seconds. But in the in the toy shops, there were these red stormtroopers yes. oh, yeah. that looked rather troopers, interesting. Yeah. Now they were on the new. Um, Star Destroyers, right? Yes. Yeah. But yeah. we see them briefly, they're, don't we? They're, they're, briefly. They're, they're the occultist ones, the right. ones that grew up. They were brought up to be that. Okay. But again, the film doesn't say any of that. Mm. No, really this, is, this is the this problem. Is the thing. The, film, the film doesn't say any of that. We yeah. don't know who all these hooded figures are. Again, yeah. they, have to, you can, they justify it by there's a longer cut. Yeah. I mean, this, I mean all, of the, all of the no, Star Wars films, all of the Star Wars films, there's there's a level of read between the lines with all of them however with this it is just it is just too much so much crap on the the screen they've always known so when you think before the prequels came out and after the the originals came out sorry that the um there was a moment in time where people were buying so much shit and people were so into it and also into it and then they had the prequels come out and then there was so much they they knew there was an audience that were you know gasping for it that were like they really wanted it so they, they, you have to think the Star Wars audience is unlike the Marvel audience, the DC audience, and the Star Trek audience. And any niche market, there isn't anything quite like it. And God, oh my God, they are quite angry and vindictive when they want to be. And they are quite nice when they want to be. So it's, it's like, I can't imagine being in charge of all what these people want. Well, that's why Lucas sold it mm. in the end, because he, he just got fed up with being a figure of hate. Mm. Because as as much as we love him for the original trilogy, a lot of people hated him for the prequels. Well, that and also the constant changes to the uh, the yes, original trilogy, and the yeah. fact that you can't get the original, get the original trilogy yeah. at all now without yeah. going down weird sources and whatever. Mm. And but anyway, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, um, I, yeah, I, I, think I, we I, I must admit, right, no, up. I, I, yeah, really, yeah. Yeah. There isn't there isn't much else to say. They, yeah. uh, as I said, my 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 overall feeling was I was disappointed. I wanted to feel like I did Avengers Endgame, and I didn't. Um, having said that, you know, I do think that between the death of Carrie Fisher, um, Kathleen Kennedy, and Bob Iger, and the whole sort of Disney ethos, um, I think JJ did have a bit of a task on his hands. Um, and also some of the choices Ryan Johnson had made, which I'm not necessarily saying are wrong, but he, you know he had, he had a lot to try and wrap up, and uh, yeah. you know he made an exciting movie, but there's nothing there's there's nothing pays off and nothing feels earned, and there's no consequences. You know, mm-hmm. Chewbacca blows up, and then literally I counted. There's one scene in between. And it's less than five minutes of screen time, and we see that he's all right because we see he's all right before Ray and Poe and Finn see that he's okay. Mm. You know, um, so yeah, dis- disappointing with all that stuff. But uh, there I, you go. I could only say I'm not really bothered to see the film again. I don't see, really want a... to. I mean, the thing is, like, the actors that are in it are really actually good actors. Like you were saying mm. before, Adam Driver, and I think mm. John Boyega is really good, and. Um, the actor that plays Poe, Oscar, Oscar Isaac, and Daisy Ridley's yeah, fine. She's, I think she's gonna, yeah. she's going to have a very low low fly career, and yeah. John Boyega 
it's probably going to, you know. I mean, Adam Driver's the standout. Yeah. Yeah. But it's stuff, just it's but just yeah. a case of I mean like it's I don't think we're ever going to know the full history of how they felt about it because like during the press tours, they there wasn't as much as there usually would be for a film of this magnitude. I don't know if that was like they probably you know weren't obligated to do where they sort of said okay I'll do some extra scenes when you had to do the reshoots I don't have to do it, and even when they did the interviews it was a bit like that doesn't make sense because they kept saying it's it's so full of hope and it's like no it's not. Mm. It's fucking like slitty wrists. It's miserable. Everyone's everyone dies, or everyone's. It's all going to go back to crap again. Like, we so didn't need. We didn't need that end scene either. With, no, with Ray. I mean, I don't really we talk we, about we, that we could. We it could have ended. In fact, I thought it was going to end when they were all hugging on the planet. A bit like a mirror of the Return of the Jedi ending. Yeah. Basically. But um, they just wanted to shoehorn in. I mean, it will be funny. I mean, you guys aren't doing the podcast. Yeah. But um, <laughs> the whole what they would do next because everything is a toy to them and an investment they could carry on her story or oh story. I'm sure they will but they've, it's just like I don't I mean, they've it's, created it's, a lightsaber haven't they yeah. her orange lightsaber made out of the staff that she well, carries I, I, do, I do think like John Berg is saying you're not going to Disney plus my ass he said in an interview he, he doesn't want to carry on because he's done his bit and I think I mean, it must be quite browbeating for a, for an actor when you've, you've basically done the film and they keep making you come back for reshoots. I mean, I, I, I mean that must be really annoying. And then you've got to promote the film and lie for your teeth. Mm-hmm. So it, it does, I mean, to my mind, it feels a bit like a dirty film where it's not like dirty, but it's just like it's not, <laughs> it's not as innocent and as joyous as it was for a, for a Star Wars film in the original, and even no. the prequels. Yeah. The prequel films, again, it's horrible to say that there was... It was probably more enjoyable. I mean, goddamn, I probably love seeing the younglings getting killed more than I saw seeing this film because they were fucking irritating. Yeah. But you got to see them die. Yeah. This one, you you know that it made you laugh, but this one, it's like I really don't care. No, I mean you could say the end of Return of the Jedi is the end of the saga. Really. Yeah. yeah. Well, most yeah. people think and, that now. And, you know. Well, uh, how did we feel? One 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 question I do want to ask: How do we feel about? Seeing Billy D. Williams back as 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 Lando Carizian. Well, you feel differently to me. I didn't mind it because I thought, oh, that's sweet. It. I just, but you the, know, it just how he was used was a bit. Well, the actor can't stand for very long. Oh, I know. He's sitting down for a lot, and you can't blame that. He's in his eighties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was a case of like the, again, it was fan service, and like in the interviews he's done since, he's not exactly coherent. He's a cool dude. But he's he's there because they asked him, and he wants to sort of do right by the character and the fans. Yeah, again, yeah. it was almost like because there was a fan backlash yeah. that Lando didn't appear. It was like, oh, we better stick him in this film then. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, oh, I was yeah. like, he's still wearing the same clothes he was wearing in Solo. You know. Yeah, well, they even had the silver blaster, didn't yeah. they? That he had in uh, that Donald Glover had in Solo. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like it's, you know, when when he. Just happened to be where they were going to. There was loads of that in the film. Yeah, and he was in disguise, and you went, "Oh, there's Lando." Mm. Again, it's Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, just my wrapping up my thoughts on it. um, You know, Star Wars just is a new hope to Return of the Jedi and the other stuff. I just. The other films, I don't really it's care. It's expanded universe. You watch, yeah. When it's on TV, you'll watch it. I will watch it, yeah. But this yeah. one, I don't really. No, I, I just... buy the DVD, but... watch it for whatever. Hmm. But, um... But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, you know, 
we we own uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi, and we are definitely not going to buy Rise of Skywalker in whatever versions they bring out because mm. they they certainly. I think they're going to try and get as much money out of it as possible because it's the least performing of all the films. You know, at the end of the day, it was... I I felt nothing. I sat Uh there and it just... I just watched it and I didn't laugh and I didn't feel anything and I didn't find it exciting. I just thought it was really dull. Uh And, you know, the runtime, it did go quickly, but you were just baffled and confused by the choices and just like you know what were these people thinking it wasn't like bad in an entertaining way just a really disappointing sad and it just makes me worry for the future because you know it just makes you think well what else are they gonna do what else are they gonna fuck up because they're starting to run out of ips aren't they there's stuff mm. that's flopping, mm. you know. Terminator flops. Um, whole nother podcast. Whole yeah. nother podcast. Oh, oh, no, we're not doing them. <laughs> Char- uh, Charlie's Angels flopped. Yeah. Even oh. though nobody ever asked for that film, yeah. you know. And this one hasn't done so well. I mean, yes, it's made money, but it's not the runaway success that Force Awakens is. And you know, it's just. I mean, I've. I've got the original trilogy and I'm quite happy with that and I think that's just where it should be it should be just those three films with those characters and I think what Disney have done to those characters I think is absolutely disgusting I really do I mean when in Force Awakens when Han Solo died you kind of went well Harrison Ford was always saying that he wanted his character to die in Return of the Jedi so I kind of understand that decision but then they killed Luke off and then they killed Leah off, and there was never a scene where those the three of them got back. Yeah, together. that's what we got robbed of. Yeah, absolutely got robbed of. Them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and also the other thing about Disney that I'm not happy about is is their streaming service and the fact that they haven't launched that globally. You know, bearing in mind they have enough money. Um, yeah. I am really annoyed that I already know things about the Mandalorian that I didn't want to know, yeah. frankly. I wanted to be surprised by seeing it. So I'm kind of, as a as a Star Wars fan, I'm kind of quite pissed off about that, to, to put it on the record here. Yeah. But, uh, well, it just, I, it just shows you how well that is, has been done, that the fact that it's... <laughs> even if you avoid the spoilers, it's gotten into, like, the culture just because of one character and it's yeah it's it's tough for everybody else who can't access it until what april Mm. in this country and god knows when for whenever yeah all righty oh i think i'm all tapped out on star wars (laughs) antonia anything that you want to add um well, it's just funny because we've, we've enjoyed The Mandalorian and Rebels, but I was just thinking we didn't watch the Resistance series, and I think that's not very good, is it? No. It's literally only had two series and they're ending but, it. But again, it never, the, 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 the Reb, Rebels and, and I think The Mandalorian, are those um, not uh, Dave Filoni? Yeah, yes. but then I, I'm not too sure about the Resistance series because they even had Oscar Isaac, so you remember his name. He's in it briefly as his own, as Poe, 
but it's a very I don't know if it's I don't like the actual animation of it. Or, yeah, the animation's not very it's good. A bit, it's a bit twee. When when we watched like was it two episodes and then we were like it was like I don't really care. So it's really funny. I don't know. And I, I don't want to be ever be a producer and have to think what people want to do, but they're really, I don't know, they're, they're not listening and they're listening, and whoever they're listening to, they're listening to the wrong people. And then, like, mm. The Rise of Skywalker is like testament to that. It, well, I mean, so much wrong yeah. with it, and so much they, they could have done. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what they do with the Star Wars universe. We, but they're, they're going to do more. What they're, would be they're the absolutely nice outcome be. that you think could happen? What that they. Leave it alone, never do anything more with it, or they give it no, back. They to won't do that. They, they won't want to do make that. Money, don't they? Yeah, they've got to make their investment back. Are we not getting this Cassian Endor series as well? You know the. the well, that's gone quite because the, like the Ryan the Ryan Johnson series. I was quite yeah, they're going to do that. Why wouldn't they do that? But now it's like, and yeah. then the new one they're doing, which is going to be released in twenty twenty two, and then twenty twenty four and twenty twenty six again at Christmas time, is going to be about the old Republic. Which okay. is like. That going is, backwards again. They're going yeah. 500, 400 years back in the past. Mm. And it's like, they, I don't know. They're, they're they trying seem, to, they're trying to do games. Whether Star Trek or Star Wars, they seem obsessed with the past. past yeah. Yeah. Rather than I don't know. The, the Old Republic games were very good. Mm. And you, you, you had more of the, the Sith and the Jedi. Mm. And it was supposed so, to be a big galaxy, so yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, this, this is the thing with the... Uh, the way that these nine films have played out, it has made it seem like the universe is very small, small yeah. Yeah. with a, a small amount of characters. What it is is, is as as with Star Trek, they feel you know the, the the studios and whatever feel it's not Star Trek unless we see someone beam up, right? Mm. Likewise, everybody thinks it's not Star Wars unless there's a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. We can say that about the um, Mandalorian. There is. It's not a lightsaber, but there's something in it that yes. interconnects it. Yeah. And it's a bit like, we were a bit like, oh, damn, that's good. But that's connected to the Rebel series. And again, they didn't want to have too much of the Rebel series in the films because they didn't have the Son of Morsus and they didn't make Ray a connecting character of some random character about the Rebels or the Clone Wars. But they're really... wish they had just made a I know, random... I, 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 it would have been cool. There's, random there, Ray. There, there was a theory that they wanted Ray to either be a Palpatine, but that was given up, or a Kenobi, or this, the daughter of um, Ezra. Right. Which have been like super cool, or just been her own character. But it's like it's very strange mm. how they're doing their marketing. Like any any kind of marketing in an industry you work in, you go for the key market that, you, that will sell the most. Mm-hmm. And they've gone. They went for Palpatine. Don't quite get that because it doesn't quite work out. Because it's like well, no, it doesn't. It's just no. a mess. They just they literally they pulled it out of their ass. Yeah. Yes. And they just I don't know why they went. It's like they gave up in the end. They just went. Yeah. Well, well we just, we just threw everything up on the, the on, ident- the, on the wall. She's the identity thief for the century. She's just stealing identities. Well, yeah, but I mean, again, it's like. Everything she does, she doesn't. She hasn't earned it, you mm. know. It just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right. we've got a new generation of filmmakers coming, and uh, <laughs> I just think let's see what they yeah. do with it. Let's you know, let's, let's hope there's uh, let's hope there's, there's a, hope there's a new hope. Let's hope there's well, a new, lot there's of lessons. New, 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 new let's hope there's lessons learnt from this, because you know this. As I say, it's kind of worrying if this is the the kind of filmmaking we've got to look forward to 
because it's going to make people just going to turn their back on cinema. To tell the truth, this is going to be it. I mean, uh, it's just it's such a shame that you know a lot of the films out this year was just more of this kind of crap, really. Mm. There was only a, a was, few, a handful of films. There were some films. Nuggets amongst Oh, there yeah. was some, yeah, but there was a lot of shit. There yeah. were a lot that I wanted to talk about at, mm. at points, but there, we haven't got time now, know, so, yeah. yes. Uh, anyway. Otherwise, this podcast would yes, be longer. It's already than epic. The, yeah. <laughs> longer is it, than is it, long, is it actually longer than, than Avengers Endgame yet? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Less, yeah. How long is it? Is it actually recording? Yes. You sure? Yeah, yeah. Right, so so uh, I think that just leaves us to um, say uh, goodbye and thank you for listening. And um, yes, thank you to, to listeners, just, thank you yeah. to guests, and actually, Simon, thank you to you because you did come to me literally, I would say, five <laughs> years ago almost yeah. to the day yeah. and pitched this idea to me and wanted me to join you. And I was a bit reluctant to start with, and um. And then got really into it. And I have to say, I will miss doing podcasts, if I'm honest, because you know I love to talk movies. But, uh, um, you know, if anybody wants to get in touch, if anybody's listening and, and even gives a shit, uh, you can email me at britishisles, E-Y-L-E-S, at gmail.com. And, uh, now you available know, for podcasts. Exactly. Well, funny you should say that. I may well be. I'm going to plug this as well. Yeah. I am appearing on another podcast um, called... Uh, <laughs> From Panels to Pictures on the Comic at crush.com so uh i have been invited for an episode to talk about star trek picard ah. which yeah. could be interesting is that actually still coming out yeah it's end of out. the month it's out yeah end of the month because i've heard so. a few things about that but yes well, there you well, go. That's, that's for another story yes that's well, a that's whole nother podcast, podcast. Yeah. as we say which was, but uh <laughs> yeah but no thanks and thanks for inviting me around to do this last one face to face and yeah. uh, being great hosts so thank you both oh you're welcome <laughs> we're not letting you talk <laughs> And uh, you can listen to this podcast on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and all good podcast providers. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Movie Heaven, Movie Hell. And uh, please leave us a like and a rating on uh, iTunes. And uh, and please don't be mad the people that we didn't get back to on um, <laughs> certain podcasts that people wanted. But hey-ho. Yeah. <laughs> yes and uh, I think that just leaves us to say um, farewell. farewell and may the force be with you or not always <laughs> not right now <laughs>
Joya! 